0: Critical drinking.
1: Yes. I'm Kevin Reagan. I'm Ryan Patrick.
0: And this episode, we're joined by Jake Spiker.
1: Woo! Back
0: for a second season. Third season. Third, se- Third season. Yeah, that's right.
1: Take that, Matty C. That's right, Biatch. Um,
0: this is a podcast where we drink beer, we watch movies, and we talk about them.
1: And we could get hammered. It's happened before.
0: <laughs> that's happened before. That's right. Um,. This episode we're watching it's actually it's our Oscar episode. And uh
1: doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo.
0: That's the Oscar theme if
1: mm-hmm. you guys didn't know. Two thousand eleven. For the two thousand ten yep. Oscar season.
0: Jake says that uh it changes, but we call bullshit. That's the one. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. He just did it. Yeah. Uh, um
1: got tatted on the back of my hand. That's right. We
0: are uh so so for our Oscars, um not only are we going to be making our Oscar predictions this year for the big I think six or seven or however many. Last year I said
1: up should have won best picture and it should have. Yeah, but that's what won best so yeah. So, so we hurt are. Hurt locker. Yeah, hurt anyway. locker was really good. But then I heard from like two people that were actually in the military that did that that it wasn't realistic at all. And then I felt kind of bad. But it's still a good. I heard movie. that too. Mm.
0: Well, we will when we do our Oscar predictions, we will do what we think is going to win, like what is actually going to the academy is well, going to and vote then what our and then what what be. should win. So, like, Ryan would say Up should win, but knowing that last year it won't because anime, animated movies get no love in the Best Picture category.
1: Beauty and the Beast. That's, yeah, that's nominate. the only one.
0: That's Well, yeah, nominate. But, and, and the only reason that Up was probably nominated is because they ex- extended it to 10 last year. That means Beauty and the Beast is better. That's why I was number one on my top five. Boom. Um, so, but yeah, so this episode, we're, also, we're not only doing our Oscar predictions, but we are also watching Saving Private Ryan... And then this is an an episode, a top five that I've been looking forward to for a long time. It We've been our,
1: saving it yeah. for Oscar season. It is our top five biggest Oscar upsets. Or, yeah, or kind of, to me, like, shams almost. Snubs. Snub, or, like, well, yeah. Well, shams, yeah, yeah, shams. Like, how did that win over this?
0: Yeah, so, upset could mean that, you know, this was a better movie, but lost to this. Or you could say that it's a sham as in this was the worst in the category. Yet Mm -hmm. it won somehow. Mm -hmm. I want to say I spent, I spent an hour researching my list. Yeah. I spent a while on mine. Um, But the, the, it's not limited to best picture or anything is all categories. And it can even be, if you want to, if you got that deep, it can be snubs from nominations. It's like biggest Oscar upsets. Like, Black actually swan. i do have one i do have one snub from a nomination yeah yeah like, how
1: come euro trip didn't get best original song yeah. or like
0: how come black swan didn't get a best sound editing mm. nomination because that's the biggest i think leave off the list this year but we'll get to that it didn't inception not get an editing
2: nomination i think i read that yeah. somewhere yeah. it's ridiculous yeah which that's is crazy bonus.
0: but it did get a sound editing and shit like that um or about yeah. sound mixing, because they're different categories. That's true, which I couldn't <laughs> tell Cata- really They're the
1: categories difference. for Blockbusters won. That's why Jurassic Park won, like, four Oscars. Yeah,
0: and, ter- and Transformers won.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <whistles>
0: there's yeah. there's definitely those special effects categories in the sound categories. They're wide open. You don't have to be a great movie to have best mm-hmm. that. Um, but, yeah, so we're Saving Private Ryan, top five biggest Oscar upsets. Um, we will get to that in our third act. Um, Wait, but right now, we're going to revisit the poll. Ooh. Could be the second, huh?
1: No, I said it comes after the second. Mmm. It definitely comes, <laughs> that's for sure. Something <laughs> like mm, math or something. No. Just comes. <laughs>
0: um, uh, so, but first we're going to jump into our poll uh, that we put up last week, and it has been actually neck and neck, surprisingly all week. Uh, we're going to leave it open. The poll question is, what is your favorite John Williams score? Um, The options are E. T., Jaws, Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, Schindler's List, Indiana Jones, Superman, and Star Wars. There is no other because if you picked other, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, Truth about cats and I dogs. like to work on <laughs> Angela's Ashes. The movie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> um, no, but our, uh, our our results at the moment are in last place with zero votes, which
1: isn't that surprising. Is I think it's List. surprising. It Maybe it may the most complete song on this and it's performed by one of the greatest violinists of all time but
0: the word favorite is in our question it's hard to make that a favorite because of the circumstances of that movie that'd be like you know no one's gonna say what's your favorite movie of all time uh schindler's list (laughs) (laughs) no one even if you love that movie you can't do that um so that has no votes that's in last place tied for god what fifth place i guess Is uh, E.T., Jaws, and Jurassic Park. Sham. 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 Jurassic Park is one of the most iconic (laughs) themes.
1: Holy fucking shit. It's a dinosaur. Jesus Christ, what the
0: fuck? That's the little known. uh, You remember how last episode we were talking about how John Williams won best score and best original song for Home Alone? Mm Mm-hmm. If they would have done that, he would have back-to-backed it with Jurassic Park. You're the man now, dog. You're the man now, dog. Um so that's it those those are tied for fifth place. Um fourth place or excuse me tied for second place because it's another three-way tie is Harry Potter, Indiana Jones, and Superman. And I got to tell you I would not have expected Harry Potter yeah. to get Jeez. this many votes without it's your deep. vote. I didn't vote. Cuz yeah. you didn't even vote for it. Uh and leading the way by a vote in first place is Star Wars, which is not surprising. But that's only got 3 votes. There are only 12 votes so far and it's one vote separates, or let's see, two votes separate first and seventh place. So that's
1: crazy, loco! I mean, go
0: vote. Let's—we're gonna leave it up for a while. So go vote. Um, ah, Jake, did list. you vote on this poll yet?
2: I did not, but I would vote for Indiana Jones. Okay, there. Oh Indiana Jones God. is tied
1: for first. Ryan, what'd you vote for? Star Wars. Though it's hard to pick it over Jurassic Park.
0: Yeah, I voted for Indiana Jones as well. Oh my gosh, I did. Gross. I did leave. that. Just leave. I'm in your face right now, telling you I voted Indiana Jones over both Star Wars and Jurassic Park. I'm sorry. I feel like I've let you down. I wish I had an R trigger right
1: now. <laughs> you, you're
0: lucky you still have an R trigger. Tell the story. X, Ryan's Xbox is back from the dead this
1: week. Oh yes. So two days before January first. This is definitely movie related, by the way. Um, Just hold to the end. I was playing COD. Went to go make myself another drink. Came back. Red rings of death. Oh, yeah, yeah, really pissed. So I'm really lazy and I procrastinate a lot. Not to get that mixed with another word that rhymes with it. Yeah, that that's lot too. that's true. Um, that's true. Don't get it twisted. Don't don't get it twisted. <laughs> and so I just left it in my trunk because I kept on forgetting about it. And I was like, oh, call Microsoft sometime. Blah blah blah. So you know, we had a nice cold, cold snap. January. Yeah. And I'm sure it froze a couple times. And Kev told me once that... Yeah, because I, I had the Red Ring of Death once, and one of the
0: things that I had read as like a, hey, try this before you do anything else, is wrap it in a towel and throw it in a, in the freezer for a while and see, because sometimes freezing it and getting it really cold will... Whatever the Red Ring is from will yeah, fix that. Yeah, And so I tried that. Didn't work, so I sent mine in and got a new
1: Xbox. Also, it... Been sitting out there for a month, and I decided, all right. And I looked around, and I guess you could do most of it because I don't like talking to people because I'm weird. So You're I found out right now, you just yeah, but they're it. cool. Yeah,
0: it's true. That's and true. And so
1: uh, I found out you can do it all through online now, basically. Yeah. So I was doing it, and it's like a little tutorial on how to determine. It's like click the number of lights that are red. And I click the three one. Goes, what's the color of your power? source? you know that? Yeah. And so basically, there's three colors. It could be. Uh, green, yellow, red, or nothing. Mm-hmm. And only if the power is green is it hardware failure. Yeah. So I never looked at that. So I brought it back in and then plugged it in and it started working. So I may have never had the Red Ring of Death. I could have frozen it and it got you'd better. I don't know. But all I know is I downloaded the map pack yep. and went College 8 and the 15. Pack. That's right. That's,
0: that's, the way, that's a resurrection, if I've ever heard it. Movie related, by the way. Cause Call of, Duty is very on, similar. Yeah. Call of Duty is very similar to Saving Private Ryan. It is. Yeah. So there you go.
1: Because when, uh,
0: bringing it all back in, tying it all back in.
1: When Wade dies, he comes back and helps the people in Saving Private Ryan. Cover me.
0: I'm reloading. I <laughs> mean, um, but so that's our poll. So go to critical drinking podcast Weigh in on that poll. We also have links on our Facebook page. Um, some of the feedback that we've gotten this week, uh, first of all, was a few happy birthdays. Because January 26th of last year was our inaugural. Uh, oh, yeah, last year, yeah. Was our first episode. It was. And uh, it's been 40, this is our 46th episode. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. It's been a year and we're uh, we're still
1: kicking. Even after that Four loco episode way back when. <laughs> Which, yeah. That I was wish you weren't. In deleting phase, no. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if we no. You recorded stopped. It. You stopped recording. No, the other one, the other oh, one. Were, episode seven. That's yeah, episode The lost se-
0: episode, or le- episode six, or whatever. The actual lost episode. We did a whole it's episode, gone. and it, it disappeared.
1: <laughs> so we had to redo it as episode was,
0: eight. We, I mean, double the drinking, but let's be honest. We worked hard on that first one. It was a complete God, episode. God, that was like a seven-hour night. It was a complete episode. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah, that's my bad. I'll take that one. It's magical. Because there's no one else's bad Or when we
1: did the second part of... uh, The Four
0: local episode.
1: No, there's a second part of a movie we did here, and then the static got so bad, we couldn't... So we had to redo the whole second part.
0: Oh, yeah, because that... Dude, two... As as soon as we've gone to two mics, it's been the best and worst thing Mm -hmm. for this podcast. We're on
1: one mic right now,
0: anyway. Because we didn't even want to risk any fucking... One mic, one mic. (laughs) All I need is one mic. That's right. Naz. Um, But thank you guys for the birthday wishes. Uh, Mm -hmm. We hope to be uh, doing this on January 26th next year because I have a ton of fun doing it. I do too. That was too much of a pause. I don't like that pause. Moving on. I was
1: listening to what you were saying. (laughs) Okay.
0: Tell me, immediately after I asked the question did you also have fun doing this year of episodes? Yes. That was still too long. Oh my (laughs) god, I'm getting self-conscious over here. You're going to delete, you're going to desert me. I'm going to delete you. Yeah, that's what I almost said, but then I got hungry and said you're going to desert me
1: cuz mm-hmm. I can go for some ice cream right now. Um yeah, I can ice Yeah, cream so thanks, over here.
0: thanks yeah. for the birthday wishes.
1: Um we uh, also well, I want to thank uh or we want to thank uh Jessica and Andy for both coming out with immediate comments after we released yeah. our last episode. Yes. It was I woke Seriously. up to it because I sleep in.
0: Yeah, definitely. And keep those, uh, keep yeah. all that feedback coming. It really helps. It makes us feel better. Yeah, it's nice to read. Um, we also are, you know, just like Jake. I mean, and anyone else who wants to guest host, there is, there's no, no process in. Uh, no, but we got, we on. got, we got about yeah, two or last three last weekend. Yeah, it was yeah.
1: like, hey, I want to co-host. All right, come on next week. Yeah, yeah. So we, we got, yeah, what two or three guest line yeah in the we got some i mean
0: bit. yeah so we got some guests to sign up that's more fun for us cliff curtis is coming yeah oh that would be the most epic Thank episode that would Beth. be our first wrong because guest.
1: two episodes ago you forgot his name
0: i didn't forget his name i referred to him as his fucking character name who does that with anyone else everyone but with cliff curtis no one that's my mistake mm-hmm. i take that it hurts i have a piece of my heart gone because he ripped it out. <laughs> Mail it, <to> <laughs> it to Cliff Curtis. Cliff, I hope you're enjoying that. Mm-hmm. Hope it didn't get too soggy on the way over there. Um, so yeah, that's our feedback. Uh, Facebook.com. Well, what about, what
1: about uh, Matt's feedback? You
0: oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Matty C, um, when we first said that uh, we're doing our Oscar episode, Matty C had some of his, um, and these were only best picture, but he had some of his biggest upsets. And so he's got uh, five of them. He says that in 1987, The Last Emperor over uh, Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket, which Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket wasn't even nominated. So, I believe, rephrase The Last Emperor to, this isn't necessarily a, 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 you know an upset. It's more of a, what should have been nominated over what.
1: I liked Full Metal Jacket. I didn't know if it was the best picture. I guess I didn't see every movie in 1987. Yeah, but. well, that's true.
0: Well, in my research, I found that there were a lot
2: of shitty movies made in the 80s.
1: Mm-hmm. Wrong! But the got 80s also got movies. it right. Got it right. Like over the top. Everything you need to know. Like you said, Kev, is in the first 10 minutes. That's right. The
0: plot <laughs> development is impeccable, but also straight to the point. mm mm-hmm. And montages. As fast as they can get it going. Montage. It
1: going. And yeah. Kenny Loggins songs.
0: So they zoom through the setup, and then just let it ride on one little yeah. adventure. Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes. And that's the way to do it, in my opinion, on, especially on those types of movies. Um... But so he said, he said that, um, then he says 2008 Slumdog over the Dark Knight, which was also not nominated. I disagree. Um, if anything should not have been nominated in 2008, it was, wait, this is going to be weird, but it was not Slumdog Millionaire, meaning Slumdog should have been nominated. Yeah. Dark Knight, while good, was not an Oscar worthy movie. And I don't think Christopher Nolan had any.
1: I think it should have been nominated. Oh, they didn't have 10 nominees back then, huh? Yeah. It was only five. Yeah. Oh man. Only five. Yeah. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. Um, Then we got 1980 Ordinary People over
0: Kirshner's The Empire Strikes Back, which was also not nominated. Um, Ordinary People won that year. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, while being the greatest, there's a lot, and uh, Jake, you probably found this in your research too, and Ryan, if you did any research. I don't have
1: anything uh, pre-90s, 2000. But Jake,
0: you probably run into this where there are a lot of, in hindsight- That was weird. Like, but at the time, because you can't call a movie a classic when it first comes out. It just, it has to stand the test of time to be able to say that is one of the best movies of all time. And so Empire Strikes Back being the greatest Star Wars movie of all time. At the time, you know, you can't say, wow, that's an instant classic. That's going to make, that franchise is going to make over $20 billion. Mm -hmm. That has to be nominated.
2: 1980 was also the year Raging Bull came
0: out. True. Which, and foreshadowing people as which, well. Mm-hmm. So uh, you could just, we just hold on to that one until uh, we go over our, our list. Um, he says, 94, Forrest Gump. Um, over a three-way tie between Forrest Gump, Shawshank, and Pulp Fiction. I agree with the Forrest Gump pick. I don't have any... I mean, Shawshank was a great movie too. Pulp Fiction was great. But I don't think Forrest Gump is any lesser of a movie. Um, and then he says, 1981... The year he was born, he notes, Chariots of Fire over Spielberg's Raiders of the Lost Ark and Peterson's Doss Boot, which was not nominated. These are fanboy picks. Um, <laughs> so we're going to just get right off this. Chariots of Fire? Eww. Chariots of Fire won. Gross. Um, so thank you for your feedback, Critical Drink or uh, Facebook.com slash Critical Drinking. Um, predictions. Head over there and uh, shoot us some comments. Now we're getting into predictions. This movie is two hours and. Forty nine minutes. Oh, man. It's a long one. It's deep. Shaving <laughs> Ryan's privates. That's right. Yeah. It's deep. So Jake, first, what are you drinking? Second, how many of them are you going to drink?
2: I am drinking Yingling cans. Right. So Twelve fucking ounces.
0: Jealous. Mm. Uh, probably. On it.
2: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with seven. Woo-hoo! Where's Yingling bottled
0: or Holy canned? Well, Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Pottsville. Yep. Dude. Pottsville. Pottsville. That's... Sweet. Are you uh are you a big Steelers fan over there in Pennsylvania? I'm not. Okay. So is everyone <laughs> else around you pissing you off right now? No, they'd be Eagles fans, right? We're in Philadelphia. We're in Eagles there,
2: sorry. Oh yeah. But if I was, you know, four hours west I made yeah. that
0: drive. Awesome. Uh, allegedly in some Pittsburgh hospitals in the maternity wards, they have Black and yellow blankets that they wrap the babies in and give them a yellow Steelers, you know, bonnet hat thing. Was it Conan that was on? Yeah.
1: Um, Steely McBeam. (laughs) That's right. Their mascot. (laughs) All right, Ryan. Uh, We got Pounders. um, Of? uh, Keystone Light. Don't get it twisted. And only one of these count. I have two in my hands. Yeah. And they melt in your (laughs) mouth.
0: Not Um, in your hand. That was a great... We should write that down and sell it. (laughs)
1: It's
0: better than the other shit they put on their cans.
1: So you're having seven, which is what eighty four ounces. I don't know. Yeah, that's quick math. We can't do quick math. So since I have this extra one here, I'll say five on air, five pounders pounders, during the movie,
0: including the one, the counting one, the one in my
1: right hand, one in my left hand, which is more full. Okay, does not count. Okay,
0: five sounds good. So I'm going to roll with five as well. I'm glad you didn't say six or seven because. I would have lowballed that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to go watch uh Saving Private Ryan and then we'll come back. Uh, let you know how we did and uh, get on with this baby. Bye. <laughs> To critical drinking.
1: <laughs> Fuck the Nazis.
0: All three of us are back. We just watched uh, Saving Private Ryan. Um, <laughs> so before we get into that, let's go over prediction results. Jake, you said seven. How'd you do? That yingling looks so delicious.
2: I uh, I drank six beers and took two shots.
0: Whoa! Oh. That's eight. That counts as eight. What did you take shots of? Jim Beam. Okay, uh, next. Next time you deviate from the plan, give us a fucking heads up. Yeah, because we would have done
1: that. That's an impressive. We haven't gone on the fly like that before. No. It's been a long time. Well, I got
2: got kind of full, but I was like, I'm not drunk enough yet. So I was like, shot. That's great. And then shot.
1: To be honest, this is an odd movie to drink to. It is. It's really awkward. As you said before, I mean, this will always be, at least in my mind, compared to Schindler's List because it's. The second Spielberg movie. This is the second oddest movie to drink to. Because it would be very hard to drink. To
0: yeah, it's one of those... I mean, there's a lot of times in this movie where you're just sitting there. Kind of like... Almost... Like, open jaw, Like, slack jawed. Just going... You know, what the hell's going on? And mm. at no point there... At least when you're open jawed, you can drink. Well, true. But at no point... At no point when you're doing that, are you like... Man, I good. really feel like drinking right now. <laughs> this is a good time for beer. You know, this is a really when when this guy's got his fucking leg off, and then Tom Hanks is dragging him, Face and his body, his, his all his entire torso, he's just dragging his torso. That makes me thirsty. Ugh, that's the best I never line get that.
1: ever by Tom. H- Ugh, I never he get just that. Goes. Yeah. So <laughs> when
0: the the points when I drank uh, were definitely the points when uh, nothing was happening. But it was it was definitely a, a mental uh, you choice. Know, you, really, you really had to focus on, okay, how many do I have? How many do I have left? It okay, really, I need to drink these. You really had to focus on I'd, the points when you could drink? See, I, I, I watched The Clock a lot more in this movie than I have in a lot of other movies. Oh, that's good. Just that's because good it's one of those movies that's not easy to just drink to. So, Jake, you did technically eight. Yeah. Correct? <laughs> so you beat yours by one. An impressive eight, though. Oh, very impressive. Six yinglings and two shots of Jim Beam. Ryan, how'd you do? You said
1: five. I said five, uh, and I had, well, all right, so I did, <laughs> or I said five, but I had another beer right next to me, another pounder right next to me, and I finished that, and that then- That doesn't count. And, Don't give yourself any fucking not, cred for that. Not absolutely not absolutely not. not. absolutely not. Not counting that one, I did six. No one is counting that. So one will that ever means count I, that one. I did better than my prediction with a little sidebar. That's when you talk to the something. No one man, will ever weird. give you credit for that sidebar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one will ever give you credit for that. Deal with it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's life, son. That's life. I did five. No, oh. five, five. So that's pretty boring. But I'm we're,
1: we're 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 a successful. I underachieved according. When are we
0: successful? As apparently
1: the rule was,
0: we're gonna we're gonna pick one, and then we're go gonna go run over. And I didn't get the memo, so I
1: only did. Final, I final scene was too intense for me. I need to grab that last it one really to... was, It really was.
0: All right. <laughs> so we all met. Uh, you guys exceeded. Me. But uh, let's get into Saving Private Ryan. Let's just go over this. Because uh, we've all seen the movie a couple times at least. Correct? Nancy. Correct. correct. Yeah. So let's go over this. Uh, Jake, you first. Let's just go over the notes that we have and overall impressions. Uh,
2: first of all, I would have banged all three of James Ryan's granddaughters.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. That's okay. one <laughs> of the – oh, my goodness. You stole Ryan's point. <laughs> Wow, uh, that's that's great. Let, let him talk about the pokey nipples, though.
1: There were some pokey dits. There were. <laughs> um, there were some shitty I, bras. I mean, come on. I, well, that's
2: I, I really haven't seen this movie all the way through since I was relatively young. So I forgot how many ridiculous cameos are in this movie. Yep. So off Paul the top Giamatti. of my head, there's Brian Cranston, yep. Fred Thompson, Nathan Fillion, Ted Danson, Paul Giamatti. Um... That's all I can think of off Dennis the top of my
0: head. Yeah, Dennis Farina. Who's Dennis Farina? The white
1: haired yeah, dude. The major. When yeah. He's like, I got another one for you. Dogs. What's he from?
0: Dude, everything. He was in, Law and, in Law and Order for a little bit.
1: He's uh, in Law and Order for a little bit. He's got the stash. Yeah, he's Chicago. Just, dude. You'd know Dennis Farina if so Chicago. you saw Dennis Farina. He's, he's like Wendy everywhere. Yeah. He walks well, so you I also
2: I also forgot how brutal the last 40 minutes are. Yeah, dude. Like, dude. When the last battle, like because you, you you when you hear about this movie, all you hear about is like the first twenty minutes about how brutal the invasion of Normandy is. But I would argue that that last sec, the last sequence of the movie or the last act, whatever you want to call it, is way worse because it's it's sort of in the in the in the beginning, it's it's a faceless villain who's just shooting at you from the from the bird's nest. But in the in the in the end, it's it's all in your face and the the noise the dude makes when he's getting stabbed is just one of the awful that most awful things to film ever. Adam so um watching it this time those are sort of the things well, I noticed.
0: They roll out that fucking gun, dude.
1: Yeah, the what, fucking uh the 20 mm? Yeah, the 20 mm, dude, dude. They roll that out, you know shit's about to get killed. Looks boring. like we got the tank. Ba ba
0: ba ba gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's intense, man. What else you got? Um, that's, that's kind of it. That's
1: perfect. Good. I like that. Ryan, what do you got? Oh, most of my notes are about the first scene. Okay. Because as you said, Jake, it is an iconic, well. It's the scene
0: you think about when you watch this, or when you talk about this, I guess.
1: It is. When anyone talks about this. I mean, is it one of the best opening scenes in cinema? I I can't think of a better one. I mean, I know that the actual opening scene is them walking Technically. And that guy can walk fast for an old guy. Look at him. He's outpacing those <laughs> He's perky... Way in front. He is. Perky-titted He's way titics. in front. <laughs> and... Well, what the hell else
0: is he going to do? He's got to <laughs> beat the... He, he can't listen to them anymore. He's like, get the fuck away from me, Speedwalk.
2: <laughs> we just flew through six hours from the United States to here. Yeah.
0: Get the you fuck away fuck from me. <laughs> Stay back, bitches. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. It's
1: not... I didn't say that. He said that. Well, for me personally, I mean... I've seen this movie a lot, but I haven't seen it in a while yeah I mean it's amazing how much just watching that opening scene, adrenaline flows to you mm-hmm. and it's a very intense scene and when I mean when it's over, it's a very humbling scene I need mean, to say the least Absolutely. it's uh it's one of few scenes in movies where you just you just shut up and just yep. watch it. You just shut up and watch it. I remember watching that opening scene on TNT like six months ago. And I haven't seen the whole was movie. Was it like
0: three minutes long?
1: No, they did almost the whole thing. Wow. And it was just like, yeah, you know what? I want to change to something else. But this is what I'm watching. Right. Um, I mean, the first time I saw it, I sat next... Or I'm assuming... I'm not assuming. All right. The first time I saw it, I sat... A chair over from someone that was very old and watched this and was crying when I saw it in the theater. Man or woman? A uh, man. So, I'm been. assuming it was a veteran. Yeah. But I don't want to make assumptions because assumptions make an ass out of you and me because it spells assume. Um.
0: Oh, that's what everyone's been saying. Oh, my gosh. Oh, shit. Yeah. But On that
2: point, I know both my my grandmother and my grandfather who served in World War II uh really didn't they they liked the movie but they couldn't watch it more than once. Yeah, I, just, I mean it's not
1: Yeah, for someone too much. Exactly. Too close. But to I mean that, I yeah. think that I, that makes a point for how um, yeah. realistic yep. the movie was. In one
0: respect that's a tribute to Spielberg, but we and and Ron and I after this scene um like there's kind of that lull that they I I think intentionally give you after that scene where Ryan Ryan and I were kind of exchanging our you know stories that we've heard from our relatives who had served in the military and who had been in those wars and everything like that and it's I mean it really that scene is very evocative of you know oh my god because it it puts you right there And you, it almost makes you like at the end of that, you kind of just want to go up and hug anyone who was even close to involved with that. Right. And so it's like, it, it, we, we we just exchanged, I mean, we didn't exchange war stories, but we exchanged, you know, through our, our relatives who were in there, we kind of exchanged their war stories. So it's kind of, you know, it's a very emotional scene, but it is continue on. Sorry.
1: No, I, I agree totally, and um, I want to put this out to the viewers and the two co-hosts. Is this the first shell-shock kind of scene they do? Because, I mean, for me, the first time I ever saw it was in this, the whole, you know, the whole, Everything like, goes silent. Everything goes silent with the whistling sound, and, and it's been a, a, not a big thing, but it's definitely been in movies ever since.
0: Yeah. I can't think of anything And to me, I've right.
1: always thought of this one. I've... I, no no. Jake, any
2: Well one of the one of the things I wanted to bring up, but I don't want this discussion to go on too long, is about the the World War II movie genre as a whole and how Saving Private Ryan relates to it. Because if you try to think of a World War II movie before Saving Private Ryan, I mean there really there aren't a lot that stand out.
1: Besides Chandler's list, I mean.
2: Well, hold
1: non-holocaust not, related. You mean World, a, you yeah, mean yeah. like a war movie. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah.
2: a like a really like a World War 2 actually shooting people movie. Um, How many
0: American based war like World War 2 movies? Right, cuz
1: Schindler's List obviously is takes place yeah, I mean, it, but important. I, I, you haven't even completed your sentence yet, Jake. Yeah, sorry, Jake. Sorry. So, but, you know,
2: what, what I'm trying to, what, one, one of the questions I wanted to ask was, is, is this movie continuing the genre, or does it define the genre? Because now, if you ask someone to think about a World War II movie, what they're gonna say is Saving Private Ryan. But if you would ask someone that question in 1993, what would they have said? Like Kelly's Heroes, or right. um, there are a, dozen. a dozen, or something like that. And I was just, I was just wondering if you know, What
0: war was where, where does, where
2: does this fit in the, in the genre? And can, yeah. can we think about war movies in any other way past it?
0: Well, this wasn't, I mean. I because I I can't think of any other movies Great Beer Drink. Saw it. Great beer drink. Yeah. That are better than this. But I also wasn't really privy to movies before this came out because I was very young, being only, you know, what early teens, maybe when this came out. Mm. Um so I I have no room to speak on any of this because I you know, but I think that a lot of movies have focused on other wars. And the movies that have focused on World War Two have focused on the other side of the war, not the American side. So I would say that this is probably the—I mean, that I, I know
1: of—it's probably I, the American version that is best. Jake, I think you bring up a wonderful point. I really enjoy it, and uh, I think it. Right now, I'm just thinking about it, but that the. The best war movies before Saving Private Ryan and Schindler's List doesn't count were Vietnam movies. Yep, right. A war that was not very successful, not very supported. It was fodder for like dramatic. But it was also something that the filmmakers of the time, once they kind of the turn of the century of filmmaking, were able to make. And I think maybe World War II got lost behind that somewhere, but. I do think that I mean Same Pride Ryan is I think Saving Private Ryan is better than any of those. I think Thin Red Lion is better than any of those. You would. But you don't really see another World War II movie that's even close to those two, and I'm gonna say those two. Because I think Thin Red Lion and Same Private Ryan are the yin and the yang. I think if they were together they would yeah. be a really, really long movie. And Tom <laughs> more. <laughs> and, <laughs> he wasn't a Thin Red Line, oh, but well, he should have been.
2: My uh, my room. I asked my roommate about this because he's watched a lot of World War II movies, and uh, he made a good point. What he was saying is that before before Saving Private Ryan, what you didn't really get with World War II movies, and what you do get with your Vietnam movies, as you were saying, is sort of the um, grit well the grit and the moral ambiguity and all mm. the sort of questions that come out of these things am I always doing the right thing right or are we doing the right thing because up until you know basically all the veterans died in 2000 or whenever this movie came out 1998 yeah. um what you what you had were people who this was this was the great war in in mm. quotes and it was it was a war you went to to fight and that you wanted to fight, but what this movie shows is that not everyone wanted to fight it and that there yeah. was there was more to it um yeah. than just we gotta kill the bad guys. So right. um one of the things that I forgot to mention in my earlier criticism is I, I think the Oppum character sorta of gets a bad name uh when you watch this movie because you know he's sort of a pussy and he lets the guy get stabbed in the heart. He is a giant oh. badge.
1: But I think at the same time, you can say, would any of, or not trying to speak for others, but in that situation, would you act any differently? I well, mean. that's
2: exactly what I was about to say is that he's sort of the, he's sort of the everyman. He's sort of our access point into the movie. Don't he's, say he's,
1: access. Those are the Germans. Oh, Germans!
2: all right. He's sort of our entry point yes. into the movie. It's, it's, it's how we can relate to it from our, you know, hindsight 2020 view. Right. And uh, so on and so forth.
0: Although I did have a, a quibble with him uh, in that scene where they are... Uh, up... uh, 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 um, oh, oh, pardon me. Uh, we have an announcement to make first. Don't shoot! Let burn! Might not have been able to hear that. Because it's a little faint,
1: but... You should <laughs> let the Germans burn. That's all I heard. <laughs> don't shoot. Let them burn. Mm-hmm. That the one survivor... That storm Normandy the one, beach, the one surviving flamethrower. Yeah. You know that he's like, yeah. So we're storming this beach. Uh, does that include me? Yeah, that's you. That's you. Yeah. The <laughs> other forty.
2: Who a good people. idea to storm a beach with a bunch of dudes with gas tanks on their back.
1: We did, man. We did. <laughs>
0: Don't question America. Uh, um,
1: continue, good sir. What else? Well, oh, that's a, that's
0: a good point though, Jake. And one of the things that um. That I was saying is that, because during the movie, when they're up uh, by that, you know, they they capture that German, I don't know if he's, like, a sniper or if he's the last remaining guy on that hillside, kind of by that billboard thing. Yeah. And they're determining, you know, he's digging his own grave. They're determining whether they're going to kill him or whether they're going to let him go. And up there, he, you know, goes to the captain and says, this isn't right. Like, this just isn't right. And I, like, just viscerally, and this is... Probably because of the way that the tone the movie making had, but um, I was like, he has way too much compassion in this situation for this, you know, for what's gone on. Like, he yep. has, he had, but you know, in retrospect, like, if you think about what that guy was doing, you turn the tables and say, what if that was one of our guys that was doing that? He's just trying to survive and just trying to do what him, you know, do his job. Well, eh. and he, like you said, Jake. They're not necessarily, you know, half of them might not be there because they want to be there. They're exactly. just there because they Yeah. Exactly. They and so he's one. And so that, you know, right after I told, right after I said to Ryan, I turned to Ryan, I go, he's got way too much compassion. It kind of got my brain turned and like, well, maybe he doesn't. Like maybe he's the straight man in this situation and everyone <laughs> else is just acting off of his base. You know
1: what I mean? Is this a comment on homosexuality? In Absolutely World War II? not. Absolutely you said not. the straight man is that was mean.
0: The straight man is a movie term to the guy who's just mm-hmm. you know ru- just just, just towing the line, just the normal normal right. dude, right and dangerous. Yeah. Um. Ryan, what else you got? Oh, sorry. To uh,
1: no, no, I don't have anything else. I think it's interesting to bring up that Normandy was a very very mm-hmm. violent. And horrible thing that happened in our history, but that we faked Hitler into thinking that he broke our codes, and so he thought we were uh, invading on another beach. So those were secondary. I mean, yeah. I think I think it needs to be shout out to the the brains of our whole uh, World War II operation, because I mean that was awful, but we faked them out and we were able to win.
0: Yeah.
1: Good comment. Great job, Ryan. Great go. job. I'm just yeah shouting, no, yeah. There's, there's, there's a big part of Patton that's about... Uh, Him standing in front of flag?
2: Well, yes. That's the first <laughs> 20 minutes. But Terminator. no, um, they really thought Patton was the guy who was going to invade Russia, or yeah. Germany through Italy. So they focused all their forces there. And then he sort of was the distraction that allowed Normandy to happen. So you're also... I guess that fits in with you what
1: you were are saying. Erect. It's just crazy that Japan and Germany used the universal language, ma- mathematics, as their code, which was apparently very hard to br- break, but it was broken. But we used American Native, or Navajo, yeah Navajo, because they didn't know what that means. Like saying turtles, like turtles represented I like turtles. Yeah, I like turtles. But saying like I like two turtles means that there's two tanks coming. So once they had to break what the code meant, like any Native American would go to Japan and give them those code. But let's say they all of a sudden figured out what that meant. They don't know what turtles mean. They don't know if turtles are tanks right. or it's amazing that a native language Go watch Wind Talkers. Okay. No, don't watch it because I hate that movie. <laughs> if you wanna
0: if you wanna <laughs> talk about code breakers. John Woo equals Austin.
1: Holy shit. What the guess is going in on? The house,
0: And he just walked in chugging a beer.
1: Jake. Jake, look at this motherfucker right here. Introduce- Fucking Adam over hey, hey, here. Just hey. going
0: on, Adam? Going
1: I like the ghost cage. Adam just walked in. He walked in while we were talking about a Nick Cage movie. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: All right. Let us uh, let us finish up this segment and uh, then we'll
1: uh I'm sorry.
0: I'm just gonna right stop to you.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna stop right Just go ahead. Okay. He walked in during a Nick Cage movie. I mean <laughs>
0: it's like it's it's scripted. It might as well be scripted. He didn't even know. Um, Did he Nick Cage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the points I got, uh obviously the storming of the beach has been talked about. It's the I think it's easily the best scene in this movie. Um it could be its own short story, I think, like where if it was um, If it was just, you know, from the beginning till right when, you know, Tom Hanks says it is a great view and then just ends it, that would win the Oscar for best short or best, you know, whatever they call it. Best short, short yeah. movie I'm or whatever it is. Short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that that scene buys Spielberg about an hour in the movie to just do whatever the hell he wants because you're still reeling from that scene. So he can go in and do as much, like we were saying, that, that whole lull, he, he gets away with that no matter what because you've got to recover from that first scene that's like 20, 15, 20 minutes long. Um, there was something that I read once. I, I'm going to pull it, you know, I'm going to figure it out and pull it up sometime, but that nah. there was someone who <laughs> said that a movie needs three great scenes to be a good movie. Regardless of what the rest of them are, if there are three... Great, not three good, but three great scenes. A movie will be good. This movie, what? I think it was Sydney Lament. Okay, he see he knows what I'm talking about. Um, Beast from the Far East. So I What's think, up, I, think has, fucking... I think this movie has. I think this movie has four. I think this movie has four. First one is Storm on the Beach. Second one is the Vin Diesel going out, getting shot, and then the sniper shot through the lens. I think that is a great scene. Because yep. there's so much leading up to that, that and then that's that's the second great scene. I think the third great scene is a prisoner of war scene where, and the whole lead up to that where they're going to storm that guy that they're kind of storming the hill and figuring that out, and then they're you know deciding whether they're going to kill this guy or let him go. And Mickey then Mouse, yeah, exactly. Betty Boop, what a dish! That's, <laughs> the, that's oh, the third say great can scene. I see, <laughs> I see, I see. Yeah, and then the fourth great scene I think is just Fuck the end. Fuck defending defending the bridge is the fourth yeah. great scene. So I think. Any movie, according to that, you know, according to that theory, th- you need three scenes to be a great, you know, to be a good movie. I think this had four great scenes.
1: And you meant only serious contenders, because I we said before, teen comedies have great scenes. I don't want to talk about that. Another teen movie probably had three great scenes. They don't. Scenes. They're not great scenes. Uh, what about the time they threw it to the kid and he got caught it and he got tackled in half?
2: Hey, what about the chick that just walks around naked all the time? That's no, great. A Grace, great scene. A great scene. No,
1: different great. Different great.
0: Um, Alright, but that's our movie review. Uh, We're going to give it a rating. Jake? Uh, yeah,
1: Jake, go ahead. Give it a rating. Out of Eight 10. point five. 8.5, he says. 8.5? I want you to go first.
0: I'm going to give this movie a 9. I don't think I've given higher than a 9. Maybe a 9.5 I've given. But... No, you gave
1: one movie a 10. I said, really? You no, said it's better than this? And you're like, alright, it's no, not better than that. Okay. Well, they downgraded regardless. it. It's a nine. I want it's, you to it's, go it's first because I always go good. first on this, and I give it a nine. Hmm,
0: there you go. So we average a 8.85 uh, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good math. Don't worry about it. Great job. All right. <gasps> so, obviously. We're movie. going to Oscars. No, we're going to what we watched first. What we watched. Jake, what did you watch last week? Or last two weeks? Or last fucking two months that you haven't been on the show? Um
2: That's a I don't Man, I don't watch a lot of movies week. anymore. Week. However
0: Yeah. The last movie I did see was The King's Speech and I liked Ooh. it a lot. Don't yeah. tell
1: me too much about it, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, Ryan hasn't seen it.
0: Mr. Dances with Wolves, you haven't seen
1: it. Have you seen Dances with Wolves, Jake? Yes. It's a pretty good movie. Well hey, Jake's seen The King's Speech. I've seen the King's. I know Speech, it's not better than Goodfellas but it's a good movie.
0: It is a good movie, that's and awesome. the
1: soundtrack was definitely great. You made me watch it in college. Ah, yeah. I'm
2: right, pretty sure right. it was Meet you, and Michelle. We watched it on demand.
0: Oh man, that's that weird. Crazy. All right, Jake, what? Uh, any any comments about uh, what you watched about the King's Speech?
2: I was surprised at how good it was. I didn't. I didn't think I would like it very much, and I went into it not expecting to like it, and I came out and it was like. Wasn't wow, that movie what, was really good. It
0: wasn't what you expected, though, right? No. Yeah. It's like a buddy comedy, almost. Yeah. Like half the time. Yeah. It's, I like it a lot. Uh, what else you got? Um,
2: <laughs> You guys are going to make fun of me, yeah, but
0: I watched it. Buffy the Vampire Slayer,
2: the whole yeah. series. Oh, oh the God. whole series or the movie? No, the series. The whole series. Not the
1: one with Christy Swanson?
2: No, with Sarah Michelle Gellar. And Allison Hannigan? And Allison Hannigan, I highly recommend it. It's really entertaining. Do You
1: realize that's the whole reason CW exists. Yes, I do. Which is awesome because it produced Gossip Girl. Awesome, I love <laughs> that show. It's so good.
2: But anyway, I've uh, the last month and a half I watched Buffy the Vampire but, but, Slayer. Really enjoy. You guys should watch it.
0: Right, I'll, I'll take I, that I, into consideration. When I, I actually think
1: that. I should maybe watch it sometime because I think it. The whole be... series
2: is on demand on Netflix.
1: Better than Firefly.
2: It's not better than Firefly.
1: Kev says, <laughs> "Let 'em burn."
0: open my next. Adam provides uh, me the uh, Light. Appreciate that, Adam. So is, the that every, is that
1: is that everything ones. you watch? It's baller.
0: Oh,
2: Party That's Down! Do you guys watch Party yeah, Down? Oh yeah. Both seasons, great. I, show.
1: I haven't seen it yet. Great show.
2: But yeah, I highly recommend Party Down. There you go. I watch a lot of TV. I don't watch a lot of movies. That's,
1: that's the same with me. Like I was thinking, like the last two weeks, what did I see in the movie area? So what you got? What you got? So a lot of it was TV. But I made Mother Maylie watch uh, Social Network, okay. which means I watched it like literally five times in the last yeah, two weeks. But it was still worth it because I don't get sick of that movie. Good dialogue knows that. There you go. I also watched uh, The Born Green Zone. Yep. <laughs> it was... Yeah. It was... uh, Borny? Yeah. Bourne, Bourne would have been a lot better in this movie. Yeah. It was okay. I mean, Paul Greengrass has made a lot better films than this. Yeah. The part I just didn't like is that Matt Damon is the leader of a squad, you know. And then he finds out these facts. I'm not giving away too much. And just does what he wants. Yeah. Made me think, oh, apparently we just let squads in Iraq during 2003 do whatever they want. Yeah. No. It was okay. What else? And it also oh, oh, oh. starred the meth head from uh, Gone Baby Gone, the mom.
0: Yeah. Uh shit. What is name? name?
1: Amy Ryan. Amy Ryan, yeah. And she did not look like a Method. Also from The Office. Also from The Office. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Holy shit. Singer, uh, non-Method happiness is happy. She's also
2: in The Wire season two, but. Oh, The Wire.
0: Bill Simmons is happy. Um. I had one more uh, I had one more point I wanted to make about uh, Sam Pratt Ryan that I totally missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say there was fucking Home Alone music in this Yeah, movie. there was. There was one scene. Legit Home Alone music in this scene. Thank you, John Williams, for that. Um, but what I watched, um, I kind of focused mine on Oscar-nominated movies for whatever reason that I hadn't seen. Uh, I watched Gosford Park, and I watched The Pianist.
1: Oh, you've never seen The Pianist? Don't. Mispronounce that one. The, you've never seen The Pianist? Don't mispronounce that one. Jake, have you
0: seen The Pianist? <laughs> I have not. I'm going to call him The Pianist. Uh, the penis. You could have borrowed that from me. It was on uh, Watch Instantly. Oh, so I watched right it instantly. Oh, yeah. uh, Gosford Park, I'll talk about later, but underwhelming. Um, and then The Pianist was... A lot better than I thought it was gonna be. It is it really, is an really amazing good.
1: movie. Adrian Brody really deserved that Oscar. Yeah.
0: I, I uh if I ever had questions about him winning the Oscar or that movie actually, because that's mm-hmm. a little bit of a controversy with Polanski winning. Yes. Uh that kinda you know, I think all the awards were deserved because that was actually a very incredible. I think movie. the
1: scene I'm not ruining anything because it doesn't take away from the story. Yeah. But I really think the scene where they dump the handicapped person out of his wheelchair yes. off is one of the worst scenes I've ever seen in my life. Yep. It's they dump him off takes, a ledge.
0: It takes Schindler's List to task in that scene.
1: It it It's worse than Schindler's List in that scene. It's a colored junior of Schindler's List. It yeah. is It's really good though. Very, very and
0: awful. And I, I, I want to say that the, the cinematography and the direction I absolutely loved. I'm
1: really glad that you liked that yeah, movie. Yeah,
0: loved it. Loved it. Because that was going to be on one of my upset lists. Loved it. Well, you put it on there. I'm going to argue with you now because I love it. Um, <laughs> all right, so now we're jumping right into Oscars. Uh, Jake, you got your Oscars. we Oscar take up? a break? No, we're doing it beforehand. Oh, Oscar, and yeah. And then we're
1: going to go top. I'm down. 0 for 2. I've literally said two things. Hold on, time out. I think Ryan needs to take a drink after that. <gasps> I'm not going to drink that. I'm going to drink number two. Let them burn. No, I'm going to drink number two. Okay. Thank you. Ian Malcolm.
0: He's right. He's right. All right, so we're getting into Oscar picks. So, uh, gentlemen, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're doing about six categories unless you want to point something out. We're doing best actor, best yep. actress, best supporting, best supporting, best director, and then obviously best picture.
1: I'm going to let you lead. Tell me about it. Okay. Um but I mean what what topic are we doing we so, can even do So so
0: first we're going to go around the board every topic but mm-hmm. let's try and okay. make this well, quick. Let's, let's 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 switch every time. Okay. Let's make this quick. Yeah. But uh first because I think this is what they lead off with let's go with best actor. So we're going Best actor went right yeah. into it. I think that's what they actually lead off with in the Oscars though. Like I think they
1: best supporting actors usually would be. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, that's All right. Cute. So let's go best supporting. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Best supporting actor. Best support actor? I yeah, best supporting actor, I will give you the nominees and then we we'll all go around and give us, you know, maybe a twenty sec twenty G- second give, take on the. Give
1: us have. in twenty in thirty seconds, give us that's us as in you, me, Kay. and Jake. Great movie, saw it once. Give us who should win and who yeah. you think you who should you think? win. Within a minute. Right. Let's okay. do it. Let's so, keep it like that.
0: I'll give you the uh, I'll give you the nominations. Best supporting actor Christian Bale and the Fighter, John Hawks and Winter's Bone, Jeremy Renner in The Town, Mark Ruffalo in The Kids Are All Right, and Jeffrey Rush in The King's Speech. Jake, you are first on this one. Who do you think should, and who do you think will? Uh, The
2: only movie I've seen is The King's Speech out of this list. So I'm going to go with Jeffrey Rush, who should win, but probably not.
0: He's got a big nose.
2: I think think Christian Bale will win, because he's won every other award leading up to this. Yeah. But um I've heard I like Jonathan Hawkes and everything else he's ever done. So you know have you what
1: that, have you seen Hawks.
2: that movie yet? Wait, wait, wait. Who are you going with? Jonathan I'm going with Jonathan Hawks should win.
1: Okay. Christian Bale will win. Uh, have you seen Winner's Bone yet? I've read half the book. Wow. It's it's more a, than I've read. It's or a seen. great it's a great minimalistic movie, if that makes sense. It's number one on my Netflix right now. Uh, it's it's literally Mine too. It's a great movie. I think it's the best of its kind, if that makes sense. A minute.
0: You had a minute. You just wasted his minute. Jeez, I'm so Jake, sorry. Jake, you done?
1: Yep. So you got Jonathan Hawks
0: should. Christian Bale will? Yes.
1: Ryan, what do you got? Christian Bale will win because I haven't seen this movie yet. I'm sorry. I don't like Marky Mark. But I would like to see it sometime. I just haven't yet. And I know he's gonna win, and I think he deserves it because I think Christian Bell is a great actor. Yep. But I'm just going on my experience. I do think that Christian Bell should win it. But if for some reason Christian Bell was not nominated, I think that of the movies that I've seen. Right. Mark Ruffalo gave the best performance of his life. And to me, I felt for him, which is always something that makes me feel towards actors or actresses is that the final scene and the kids are kids all right, are all right. Yeah, yeah the kids are all right are his last scenes are very powerful yep so that's my supporting actor but okay. i think christian bell should win it even though i haven't seen it you know what everyone else when everyone else is uh voting something and you haven't seen it you go, you go along with the crowd
0: it's true um, I have seen everything on this list except John Hawkes in winter's Bone, but I can easily he's say I can easily say based on the other three that Christian Bale hands down should and will win this because he was if not his best performance he was easily his best supporting performance of all time, and he's done some really good performances um but he was and if you would. I don't know if anyone watched the Golden Globes. He came up on, yeah. or no, what was it? The was it the DGA's or he came Dicky? The actual Dicky came up on stage. It's the SGA's. Uh, the yeah, 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 Screen Actors I, Guild. So, the, the SAG Awards. He came up on stage, and if you have seen the movie, you see Christian Bale not as that fucking guy who's accepting the award because he's talking in some weird accent with long hair, but yeah. you see the guy who is coming up on stage you know saying hey Christian congratulations because that is who he played and so Christian Bale 100% deserves this um next i guess we'll just go kind of in order of importance so let's go uh leading or supporting actress and we're going to go with Ryan oh, yeah, first yeah
1: it's my turn to go first supporting
0: actress let me give you the nominees Supporting actress Amy Adams in The Fighter, Helena Bottom Carter in The King's Speech, Melissa Leo in The Fighter, Haley Steinfeld in True Grit,
1: and Jackie Weaver in Animal Kingdom. I have literally not seen any of these films. Uh Uh-oh. So I'm going with someone from The Fighter because I know that Melissa Leo and Amy Adams are the favorites. I love Amy Adams. She is cute, and she is hot, and I like her. But I also really like Melissa Leo in Twenty One Grams as Antonio Banderas' wife. She is good. She won the Golden Globe, and I'm just gonna say someone from the fighter. That's everything. all I'm saying. She won everything. All right. Um, I have seen
0: all but Animal Kingdom, which is supposed to be great. Yeah, I want to see I've it. it's Australian, it. Mm-hmm. so it wasn't around. It was in the Fox Tower, but I never got uh, around to catch it. Down under. Um, and while. So, so who I want to win, I think Haley Steinfeld in True Grit was incredible. She is young, which probably means she won't get it. Um, she hasn't gotten any of the other ones. But she was absolutely amazing in that movie. I think she deserve. She's going to have a huge career. And if... Like, first of all, she's... And this is so weird to say. But she is super cute. And she is a great actress. And cute as in, you know... Saying to someone not you know, not not uh not in a weird way. Just, just saying
1: just stop right now and say she's really cute in her role and then you understand. She's really why. cute in her role. All right, there you go. Um, Don't um, try to explain it because however, it makes you
0: however, Melissa Leo cool. was a transformation in her role. And so she has won every every award leading up to this, and deservedly so Melissa, Melissa Leo will win the Oscar. Jake Gu. I agree with Kevin. I think Melissa Leo will win.
2: I, however, in, really enjoyed Haley, whatever her name's... Steinfeld, yeah.
0: Steinfeld performance in True Grid. Yeah. Wasn't she just... She was the best part of that movie. Well, I don't know about Who was that. better? What was better? I think she was easily really was the best I really enjoyed part. Jeff, Jeff Jeff Bridges's Dude, restrictor. he was chewing the fat in that movie. Like, they well, just he gave was. him free reign to but, do whatever the hell he wanted.
2: If you've ever seen the original... He doesn't do any worse than John Wayne. He's well, better than John Wayne. won his Oscar okay.
1: for that. And yeah, I'm going to take, yeah. take 10 seconds to okay. just say what we talked about. Tom Sizemore's Sergeant Horvath's chew in that movie at the Dude. very beginning is Dude. a fucking man's <laughs> chew. And then he takes it out when he's running over yeah. the thing and just boom. The fact that he didn't just bend over and vomit after he probably... Oh, uh, oh.
0: The moon. And Jake just opened another yingling that I am so jealous about.
1: Fuck that, Jake. So good. Send it to me. But the fact yeah. that he could take that shot, he literally, or More than did, literally, More than he seconds. took a half a can and just stuck it in there. There you
0: go. All right. So we're moving on. And to, it's your
1: turn. You're we're, first. We're moving on to actor. Actor? Best actor. Not okay. director? You're going actor? Nope. Actor.
0: I think director is the second biggest award of the night. Because that ultimately leads to Best Picture. Um, So actor, we have Javier Bardem in Beautiful, Jeff Bridges, Jesse Eisen... Or Jeff... Excuse me. Jeff Bridges in True Grit. As opposed to Jeff Bridges in uh, Tron. Uh, (laughs) Jesse Eisenberg in The Social Network, Colin Firth in The King's Speech, and James Franco in 127 Hours. I think that Colin Firth will win. He has won everything. He deserves it. The minute I walked out of that movie, I said that is the hardest role Colin Firth has ever played, and it's the and he nailed it. The stuttering is the hardest thing any actor has ever got to do. And he was ridiculous. Stuttering with an ax? Re- yes. I know he's English. He's, yeah, but, but but stuttering with the English, you know, the ro- and the you know royalty and everything like that, it was incredible. Um, and I think he should win. However, I would like to give a shout out to James Franco because James Franco was a one-man show in that movie. And it was a really entertaining movie. Um, so while I think Colin Firth should and will win, I want to give a shout out to James Franco. Jake, uh, my shout out or well,
2: my pick for who should win and who will win is also Colin Firth. Um, I have I have my brother had speech problems growing up, and what I what I liked about Colin for the win. <laughs> what I what I like what I liked about Colin Firth's performance is that. Like my brother, you sort of just get used to his stutter or his speech problems, and you just stop noticing it like it's just part of who he is, yeah. and you just sort of accept it and you're like all right here's here's what your problems are, but I see so much of you other than that and i when i when I watched that movie, I really really liked the fact that he didn't. Because it would be really easy for an actor to to approach a speech problem and bring attention to it every way they could. Oh, yeah. It's sort of like in, in Rain Man when right. Dustin Hoffman is every, – every time he goes, definitely, definitely, he's yeah. bringing attention to that. Right. But, but Colin Firth with his stutter really sort of
0: – you The know, stutter he's, is he's him. For a while. Yeah, the stutter is him and his character is what you hang on to. Mm-hmm. Which is a testament to his performance, right? Totally. So
2: I, I I really think that he deserves and is he's my pick. Yep. for for the best actor Oscar.
0: Ryan, what you got? Wapner, Wapner. definitely Wapner, definitely. Def- <laughs> definitely definitely Wapner.
1: My pick. I haven't definitely seen. K-Mar. I haven't seen the movie. What are the nominees again?
0: Nominees: Javier Bardem in Beautiful, Jeff Bridges in Two Grit, Jesse Asberg in The Social Network, Colin Firth in The King's Speech, and James Franco in
1: 127 Hours. Uh, I'm. A, did you open a new one? No, nah, I wiped the screen again. Oh, geez, it sounds so creepy. Do it again. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna listen to this. Yeah. Um, I'm giving it to Colin first because everyone says that he should win it. I haven't seen you the have movie see yet. It. Yeah, I, I want to see it. Good. And I see most movies by myself, but I just haven't done it yet. But I also think he should win it because I think he should have won it last year. Now that doesn't mean yeah, that that's true. that that, that doesn't mean that Jeff Bridges shouldn't have won it. Jeff Bridges should have gotten like an overall best acting achievement for being fucking awesome, right? But I, like his style, I dude. think Colin Firth in The Single Man was the best performance I saw all year. He was like you said almost a year ago. You said that he is the whole movie. Yeah. Yep. He is in every scene. Yep. And I just know that he's great, and my mom loves him as uh, Mr. Darcy. And so, uh, way to go, Colin. There you Good go. Good work. All right. Now. Best Actress. Best
0: Actress. Uh,
1: nominees it's, are... Annette- it's Jake's turn.
0: Yeah. Nominees are Annette Benning in The Kids Are Alright, Nicole Kidman in Rabbit Hole, Jennifer Lawrence in Winter's Bone, Natalie Portman in Black Swan, and Michelle Williams in Blue Valentine, Jake.
2: This is another category where I haven't seen a lot of the movies. But I did see Black Swan. And I think my pick and who should win is Natalie Portman. Only because she sort of... If you watch Natalie Portman movies beforehand, it's... its um, She sort of has Leonardo DiCaprio disease. Wooden. Where she's trying really hard to she's be taken
1: wooden. seriously. What'd she's you say? Wooden. She's wooden.
2: Yeah. But this this role really suits that
1: Queen Amidala,
2: and, and I really <laughs> like. I'm gonna, when we get to our best picture talks or picks. Yeah, what I'm going to say is going to sort of support this. But I really, I really felt, you know, that she was a real person and all that kind of crap. <laughs> um, again, when we get into our, when we get into our best picture stuff, we'll talk about it more. Yeah. But she really, she really surprised me, and I was really impressed with her work in Black Swan. So I'm going with Natalie Portman. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. She, her transformation was ridiculous in that.
1: Ryan. Oh, that's me. That is you. I'm also picking the hottest person that I've been <laughs> the hottest for person a on the panel long time. Oh. Not named the new uh, T-Mobile girl. She's hot. Um, I think this was the role meant her.
2: Because mm-hmm. hey.
1: even... Like, her best performance I've ever seen is... Well, I mean, Closer was great. I mean, she was great in Closer. But she was also a stripper, and like, her, like, upfront personality and not going deep was meant for that role.
0: Yeah.
1: But her best performance before that was as, like, a, a 11-year-old in The Professional. It's a wonderful movie. Great movie. But... I mean, I love her, obviously, as a Star Wars fan, as Queen Amidala. But this role was meant for her. Yep. Up front. Somewhat be fake. And not really show what you mean when you're in the main. Yeah, if she was bland, she was acting bland. Yes. That's the point. I agree. She wasn't trying to be that Black Swan. And that's what, I mean, she ended up, but she wasn't trying to be. Even as hard as she wanted to be, she wasn't that. And I think that's how her acting has been for years. She literally walked into a role where her acting led her to win an award and she deserves it. Okay. And well, and I just wanna say Annette Benning gives maybe the best performance of her life. And the kids are all right. Wonderful. Yep. Uh Jennifer Lawrence, absolutely wonderful, but she was you can't in give that
0: shout outs to two people. You only have two choices. Well, my two choices are Natalie Portman and Natalie Portman, but I was
1: saying the other people are great. Go ahead and
0: go to yours. All right. Uh, Should and will is Natalie Portman. Uh, Her transformation in the last 15 minutes solidifies her acting in that entire movie because you realize just how well she was acting in the beginning um annette benning however i would love if she won because she played an amazing role in that movie has she won yet uh i don't think so
1: then that oh man she yeah um
0: great next is best director we have uh and these are just the movies we have black swan aronofsky obviously the fighter i don't remember who david o russell yeah david o russell uh king's speech remember jake toby Hooper. Toby Hooper, that's right. Toby Hooper. Uh, Social network. It's David Fincher. To, it's
1: not Toby Hooper. Yeah. It's. It's uh, Tom Hooper. Tom, 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 Tom Hooper. Right. Uh, Toby Hooper right. uh, did, did Texas Chainsaw yeah. the original. Yeah. yeah. Social he, network is that, David
0: Fincher and. Uh, his ability, True Grit is Coen Brothers. Brothers, is, yeah. Okay, if he so, went uh, from the original Texas Ryan, Chainsaw to. This is Best director. Be.
1: Go go go! We're on we're on schedule here. Unquestionably, David Fincher. He deserves it. Will and should. Will and Should. It's a tightly wound movie. Great edits. In a movie that's almost all dialogue, the writing and the editing means everything. And they were both done to some of the best I've ever seen. So yes, David Fincher. There you go. Uh,
0: Mine is also Should and Will, David Fincher. He did more with less than anyone I've seen in a long time in a movie. Um, He did more with... Less talent as far as actors go. He did more with less action. He made this movie seem like it was... I don't was know, and
1: less talent, but less action, yes. There's not a lot of action.
0: He didn't have Brad Pitt. He didn't have Ed Norton in this movie. No, but and he, he did. Had, mo- he did more with less talent. But
1: he had... He had. He had ex- it, no Colin Firth. He Out, had, Colin Firth he had ex- didn't outact any of these guys. He had exactly yeah. the right person no, I to agree. play. I agree mark zuckerberg he did he did jesse more Eisberg. he did more with less uh, uh, an accomplished and more talented okay. michael Sarah. okay he, he got did, jesse eisenberg
0: okay he did more chips chips choking um we'll be right back all right chip is okay um but like i was saying fincher is my should and will um social network hands down jake you're best director uh, my my should is Darren
2: Aronofsky. Ooh. I really, I really like and Black Swan. Spirit. What I what I what I love about well, what makes me pick movies is movies where I'm in the theaters watching, and when I walk out, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> that's and that movie, yeah. That's what I love about Black Swan. There's there's not many movies who make me go, whoa, 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 whoa what was that? Um and that I Celo. love Black Swan for that <laughs> fact. However, I do think David Fincher will win, and I'm not saying he shouldn't win. I just like Darren Aronofsky's work in Black Swan more. The fact that he used the the non steady cam for the first 45 minutes to set you on near your nerves, uh, really really helped that movie. But, um, I think David Fincher will win. I really like Darren Aronofsky more in Black Swan, but, you know, that's my opinion.
1: There you go. Uh, I have an announcement. Good picks, Jake. Jake, well, first thing I want to say is that... You don't have the option. Barbara Hershey watch. should have been nominated for something, because I hated that girl. And that. The mom of Nally Borman. I
2: also agree. I also think Mila Kunis should have been nominated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Not... As a her, award or a, a Helen Bottom Carter for the record should not have been nominated, but she's nominated everywhere.
0: She Hela really Ronald didn't do a lot of shit. In I haven't shit. seen it, so I no, don't know. She's bad. She didn't do I'd,
1: anything. I think I'm a huge Aronofsky fan, Jake. I know. Do you know mm-hmm. this? Yes. Yeah, of course. you know But this. to me, I mean, obviously, as a non-Aronofsky fan, like, or you could have been. But this is probably his best. Well, it's his. Be- it's his best work. But for me, I just fell so in love with his first And that's the only thing that I just haven't been able to say best direct because they're so different, but I think I'm just jaded and dumb. Does that make sense? That doesn't make
0: sense. You're not jaded or dumb. However, we're moving on to our best picture picks.
1: I mean, like, I feel Uh -uh. like I should support Uh -uh. my guy, but to me, when you finish third place in my heart, I shouldn't support you. Ryan, we're done.
0: All right. We're going on to best picture. It's mine first, and uh, here are the nominees. Black Swan, The Fighter, Inception, The Kids Are All Right, The King's Speech, 127 Hours, The Social Network, Toy Story 3, True Grit, and The Winter's Bone. Why did
1: they make 10? Cuz it gives more Two movies years ago.
0: because it gives more movies the opportunity to be seen again. It should make again.
1: everything to be 10. No. No. It gives it
0: gives more movies the chance to be seen because best picture nomination is proven to increase box office revenue. So it gives all of them more revenue which is promotes the movie industry, which has been down for a while. Um, however, movies... So, initially, the entire time, uh, this whole year, I've said that Social Network should and will win. And I'm actually going to stick by that. Because I think Social Network, it won the Golden Globe. It should win because I think it was a better movie. Um, the King's Speech had a better performance, but it was not a better movie. Um, the King's Speech won the SAG Award... And the King's Speech has won like the Directors Guild Award and the Producers Guild Award, and I do not like that because I don't think it was a better movie.
1: I think the Colin social Firth Network was won better. Golden Globe.
0: Yeah, the social the Social Network won the Golden Globe, but Isn't... the Golden Globe does not predict Best Picture unless it's like a, a you know a sweep. Um, but however, however, I think the Social Network should win. I think the Social Network will win because I think Academy voters realize a better movie in general, and the difference between a movie and a performance. And so, Social Network is my pick. Jake, your pick. Um, I think the
2: Social Network, social network will win. Um, if I had to put, pick who should win, there were two movies this year that made me walk out of the theater like, whoa, whoa, whoa what, what did I just black see? whoa, Black Rum? Like, whoa, Black Rum, this was awesome. I can't believe what, what I just watched. That? What just happened? And they were Black Swan and Inception. Now, I don't think ne- – neither of those movies will win, but I definitely think that those two movies are worthy of their nominations. And I I think if I had to pick my two favorite movies of the year, they would be those two. Um, I also enjoyed True Grit. Um,
0: I hated that. I didn't hate it, but I really didn't like it.
2: That's that's fair. Um,
1: no, you didn't like that it was a 90s. But we're not talking about that. You know what? You no, know what? I, I'll, I will say this has, a,
0: this has been a pretty
2: good year for movies because – the
0: late,
2: ten, though. not so late. I've seen about seven of them, and they're all really good. Like Toy Story Three was really good. So uh, late.
1: I was looking Most at, I was, was trying like to look December. at Oscar upsets, and I saw so many be- best picture where there's five examples. I was like, "Well, you were telling me it's like uh, some movie shouldn't have won." But then I looked at what it was compared yeah, to, and yeah. it like, it, it should have won. Like yeah. the, Departed. the Departed. The Departed beat. No, I don't uh, think that was the best. Oh, but yeah, okay. it didn't
0: really win. It didn't beat anything. Like yeah, it, it, was beat, it beat better than those shit, other movies. ones. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right,
0: but uh, so you got Social Network.
2: I have Social Network winning, but there's so many. Like, I if, if Black Swan, True Grit, Toy Story three won, I wouldn't be upset. I mean, I, I think they're all. It, it was a good year for movies.
1: But you yeah. know they aren't going. There you go.
2: No, I know they aren't.
1: Ryan, what you got. Uh, should win Social Network. Okay. Um, what Ooh. I think should win is Social Network. Yep. And I'm just gonna give my second place. And I'll go ahead and we'll say the best acted movie of the year. And I love me some Aronofsky, but his kids are all right. I think it's best acted movie of the that year. That was a great movie. Well, see, I haven't
2: but seen movie yet, but it's, I, it's, I, hear yeah, well,
1: it's not better than Social Thunder,
0: Network. Though. It's great. Go see it. it it's great.
1: a, it's a great hour and a half of watching it's Mark Ruffalo be awesome and or well, not. Quite awesome. Be emotional and uh Julian Moore internet binning doing look, we aren't yep. stereotypical lesbians. Yep. It's a any, great
0: uh any shout outs to other categories? I don't. I don't really have any. They're all pretty boring. Original score. We've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. I think Social Network should win hands down. I don't have
1: any. Uh, I-, I always. I'm a big cinematographer fan, kay. and I definitely think Social Network should win. Okay. And David Fincher a lot of times should win because he uses some great stuff. Okay. So, seven was a great movie for his cinematography. Seven was a great movie.
0: Um, all right. So we're gonna take a little break, and then we'll be back with our top five. We're at an hour fifteen. Thank you for staying around with us. Uh, But we'll be back and uh, go over our top five. This is brought to us by Delta. Yeah, top No, it's not. It's brought to us by Keystone Light. Top five biggest Oscar upsets. We'll be back. The fifth. Critical Drinking. Ah. That was Jake. Spiker. Wait, 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 wait for it. Like... Don't shoot. And now this. Boobies. Is Ryan. No. I want to wrestle. Oh, and but... I don't have one because I'm knee deep <laughs> in my own beer. But uh, we're Elbow deep we're back so let's do uh let's let's get right into it we're going into top five oscar biggest officer oscar excuse me, who's upsets. uh
1: gonna go first i mean i can go first or you want yeah, You go
0: first you went last in the uh oscar picks so it it's i'm right.
1: yes it makes sense so you're number five I'm... biggest Oscar. actually episode. jake should go first if we're going in circles because that means you went first last time yeah jake you jake, go first, you go first.
2: My number five is in 1962, Patty Duke beat Angela Lansbury for the best supporting actress in the Manchurian Candidate. Hold on. Patty Duke was in the Miracle <laughs> Worker. Angela Lansbury was in the Manchurian Candidate. Uh, Angela Lansbury's performance is one of the most iconic roles in cinema. And it's absurd that she lost to someone named Patty Duke, who I've never heard of.
0: It's a great movie. That is why i wanted jake on this episode i know
1: and i want i would never have
0: pulled that ever because i've never seen either so thank you jake for bringing (laughs) some credibility to our show because i appreciate that more than anything you bring the credibility (laughs) is the one thing that i really value
1: (laughs) like uh jake me watch while we're laying on the two couches you had your own couch but this is my couch. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you get snappy every once in a while. But I was laying on the other couch. College. While you're sla- sleeping on your couch. And we watched Some Like It Hot. I still haven't seen that. Fuck. Best ending ever.
2: It is. Best ending ever. Great.
1: Uh, So that's your, that's yours? That's my number five. Mercy Mur- Mur- wrote.
2: Yep. And she looked exactly the same. If you looked at her then, and you look at her now, same person.
0: There you
1: go. Manchurian Can, a great original movie. So, the uh, remake was also good, but not as good. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> Ryan, right, what you got? Uh, I said I'm not trying to personalize this list too much, but there's still going to be personal things on it. Um, Mine is... My number five is... A combination of 2006 and 2007 that the cinematographer, Emmanuel Lubezki, did not win an award. Uh Uh-oh. He did The New World, which I consider one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. And he did Children of Men in 2007, which had that super long, like, 30-minute one-shot reel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. And it lost to... Uh, some, oh, Pan's Labyrinth in 2006, All right, which was a great movie.
0: Yeah.
1: And then in 2007, or, yeah, 2007, lost to Memoirs of a Gasha. So oh, that is... Oh.
2: Yeah. This Rob personal
1: he can suck a dick. Whoa. <laughs> there you go. It's one of the best cinematographers I've ever seen, uh... My snub slash upset. Well, he was nominated for both. Was yeah. that two of the best movies, most beautiful movies I've ever seen, shot and impressively shot. Yeah, lost to *Hansel uh, Runs Gretel*. Was creative, but is that was well, cinem- about the cinematography? Is that yeah. cinematography when you're using, you know, special effects? Right. I mean, does that really right. how you shoot special effects shouldn't really count as much to me? The Memoirs of a Guy Show, which I'm sure was a great movie. It won the Oscar, but a New World Children, I don't think you could say back-to-back movies for cinematographers look better. There you go. So that's my number five.
0: You're going to have to repeat that to me like tomorrow because uh, I
1: am not familiar with any of that. And every time we do one of these, Kevin, t- BB I text events, Ryan, like.
0: Hey, so we have our top ten list on the website. I always have to text Ryan. Uh, no, what was no? Your, you uh... always
1: text me, and then you you, you correct me and yeah.
0: remember. Yeah, not this one though. Yeah, not this one because I am so not. What's your number with five and four?
1: four? Oh yeah, it was yeah. this and this. Yeah. Actually, it was this and this.
0: Thank well, I you. think of it before you get back to me, which is sometimes two seconds, sometimes three minutes, and I'm an instantaneous kind of guy. Okay, my number five. Uh, I off. I often reserve my number five spot for the uh, kind of offbeat. One and this is one that I wouldn't say uh many would would put on their list, but it is a it is the best original screenplay Ooh. Oscar. And I think the upset was Mel Brooks won best original screenplay o- Oscar for the producers mm-hmm. over Stanley Kubrick and Arthur C. Clark's 2001 Uh A space odyssey i think that is an upset of all upsets and 2001 was a tough movie to get like i didn't quite understand it the first second maybe even third time i saw it um it takes a couple times to get what's going on and you know get what the meaning is even though it's kind of a seemingly slow-paced movie um so i'm gonna chalk it up to the uh you know the academy not seeing it more than once however I think that it's a tragedy that a zany musical beat out a very cognitive, deep story written by one of the most influential directors and one of the most influential sci-fi writers of all time. Both of these men were masters of their craft. Mel Brooks, yeah. Okay. I understand. I mean, I'm not a Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks fan, admittedly, but I, I get his influence on comedy and his influence on you know comedy as far as movies go. But, you know, I, I even like Young Frankenstein. I think that's a great movie. Um, but 2001 is number 15 on AFI's top 100. And uh, the producers is um, maybe 101. Who knows? Because it's not on there. I, 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 and,
1: so and, and uh, I agree, but the producers... I mean, no. At the time, it's no. I, I'm not I'm not defending it. No. but it is, it's ironically I'm chalking it comedic. up comedic. It's I'm chalking it up it's to an ironic master. I'm chalking it up say. to
0: the Academy quote unquote getting than the producers, yes. and that leads they're, to, they're I, getting it. More I know, than know they get that you're gonna give
1: another one after this, but it made me think of something that I didn't even think about. What's that? I don't even know if it was nominated. I don't even know. Oh well, I know it was. It didn't win because I yeah. know it was. It probably wasn't nominated. Yeah. Is that Memento should have been original screenplay? That shit should have been. One of my honorable
0: mentions. It's one of my oh, honorable I'm sorry. mentions. I didn't
1: mean to. It it won. You know what
0: won? Gosford Park. Oh, and he saw it. Not better. Yeah. Not better. Me, I mean, I understand if you if you put Memento in a uh, in a linear fashion, it's it's a boring. Yeah, screenplay, but
1: you could take anything and, yeah. you know, yep. it'd be better. I mean, it, I don't... It, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about the very honorable mentions. My number I four. That Well, I just think that that is his... Oh, with Inception, it's cloudy. But before Inception, I would always say that that is his second best movie, hands down. Close to one with Dark Knight.
0: My number Go four. Go ahead. My number four. Uh, this Sorry, is one. This is one, the more, the more recent ones that I got fired up about. um fired is, up! Fired up! This is the best the Prius. This is the best picture nomination. It is Crash over Brokeback Mountain. Um, pissed me <laughs> off. I really, and you guys probably remember, I got fired up when this was the case. Um, I
1: right, It pissed me off. How, I can, it it was n- most, how yeah. can an ensemble?
0: Yep. Yep. I thought
1: it was went over someone with a character. That crash. Is the
0: whole crash. The movie was all right, but it. I don't think it was anywhere near the movie that broke back was and like you said an ensemble cast doesn't lend itself to a best yep. picture nom um and not, definitely not a win um but the the main thing i think that kind of sums this up as an upset is that this was released in may so yep. i don't it, think the it, studio it, it, it even so thought so
1: much the
0: studio didn't even think that this was going to even come close to best picture because may is not a time that you release Best Picture nominations. May is the time you release shit. Um, And so I don't think the release date says anything about Best Picture. Um, I think Paul Haggis wrote a great script. I will give him that. It was fantastic. But Paul Haggis has written great scripts that have not been... Give him
1: Best Original Screenplay. Yeah, and which he
0: won. Which he won. Which I I think he
1: deserved. I have a problem with an ensemble. I've said this from the beginning. One of the best journeys. Mm Mm-hmm is going with the character, yep. or, you know, not yeah. liking the character. I, those are things that make Best Pictures. And not even that, uh... Or Best Pictures. Reg- I mean, regardless like of Raging that, it,
0: as as true as that is, mm-hmm. Ang Lee's Brokeback Mountain was ridiculously favored. Like it had won everything going into it. Yep, and it also dealt with a subject that was relatively taboo in Hollywood, which
1: it wasn't relatively taboo. It was the first okay. gay movie. Yeah, it I was mean. very taboo, and, and he used so two mainstream actors. It was yes.
0: one of those things that Hollywood loves to take stances on, like when they you know gave Halle Berry her Best Actress and Denzel Washington his Best Actor. They love to claim that as. Racism in Hollywood is over because we have given these, you know, nominations to the to them. And while Crash was a you know a movie that dealt with racism a lot, that had been done with those two. I mean, Hollywood had made their statement, and so this was the perfect time to make their statement that you know homosexuality in Hollywood is accepted, which at the time would have been a huge statement. Like it, it wasn't too far. Out of the reach, it wasn't groundbreaking, but it would have been just an yeah. affirmation that, okay, this is okay. Like, this, you know, Hollywood is progressive. However, you know, disregarding that, um, disregarding all the overtones, disregarding everything, I still think that just fundamentally, Brokeback was a better movie than Crash.
1: Yep. So that's my number four. I Ryan agree with four. that.
0: Ryan, you number 100%. four. 100%. Sorry to take up, like, ten minutes nope. of That yeah, wasn't ten
1: minutes. Okay. Ryan, number four. My, my number four is the 2003 uh, Best Supporting Actress. Okay. Was it Marissa? No. it was No. That's no, okay. considered one of the biggest upsets. Yeah. But it was Catherine Zeta-Jones Ooh. winning in Chicago. And the winner should have been Meryl Streep in Adaptation. Uh, oh, I seen, oh. I haven't seen that. I, I hated but her in that so movie. Yeah, I talked so much about her that... Like that has to be yeah. she has to be a great actress because I literally This was best supporting? Yeah, best supporting. Yeah. I I I hated her. I wanted her to never exist anymore. <laughs> I want her to never be in a movie. I want her to just die. Like, to me, she must be good if I have that strong emotion towards her. And Chris Cooper won for Best Supporting Actor that year. And uh I just, I'm not a huge Meryl Streep fan, but looking at this to try to get the date right, man, she's been nominated for like 40 things, <laughs> and both of her big wins were in like the early 80s. Someone give this girl a freaking thing. So, do you
0: think that uh, Devil Wears Prada was of a, a, like a combination? Yeah, she deserves it, but also she really deserves it because I think she, she deserved
1: a nomination. She was great in that movie. I don't she, think she didn't she have win? Won. No, no, no. I she, won. she won? Nope, nope. What she win for? Uh, she won well, uh, a, She won Best Supporting Actress in the Deer Hunter. Or oh, no, she got nominated no, for that. She won no, she recently. won recently. No.
0: Stanley Tucci gave it to her. It was in Devil Wears Prada. I swear.
1: She didn't win for that, though. She only has no? two wins. Okay. And one is Best Actress and right, one is I Best... I, I right, personally.
2: One is in like Sophie's know, Choice, and I don't remember what the other one is. I but think it may like,
1: have <laughs> been the Deer Hunter for Best Supporting Actress, but I'm not sure. All right. so I know she
2: won for Sophie's Choice. I don't know what the other one is. But I'm
1: just saying that The fact that I hate her so much and that, like, I watched Stuck On You and wanted her to just fucking die when I saw her talking to Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon shows how well of a performance she did. She was a piece of shit in that movie, and she sure won. And I love Chicago. Great movie, but Catherine J. Jones just played a vixen, and let's be honest, that's what she plays a lot. There you go. That's my number four. Jake, your number four.
2: My number four has to do with the movie we just watched. It's uh, Shakespeare in Love over Saving Private Ryan, which is absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe that happened. I've tried to watch Shakespeare in Love on, like, three different occasions. Each time I've gone, oh, my God, I'm bored. I'm going to fall asleep now. Yep. So, fuck that movie. Saving (laughs) Private Ryan is so much better. There
0: you go. All right, what's
1: your number three? That's it, and that was it, but that's great. What's your number three?
2: Oh, my number three? Hold on. We're zigzagging, baby. We're
0: zigzagging.
2: Okay. My number three is... I don't... I didn't write down the year. I'm sorry. That's
0: okay.
2: I think it's 1968. I don't know that year. a good year. Yeah, it's a good year. So Rob Steiger won the Academy Award for Best Actor in the Heat of the Night. And he was good in that movie. However... He beat Warren Beatty and Bonnie and Clyde, Dustin Hoffman in The Graduate, Paul Newman in Cool Hand Luke, and wow. Spencer Tracy in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner.
1: Wow. That must and have been that, a
2: vote. That is pretty absurd. He
1: must have won because of a 50 split hard hard-boiled eggs. Yeah. In the-
2: um, all four of those performances were better and more memorable <laughs> than Rod Steiger's. Or three? No, four. Yeah, four. Um, so, I don't know why he won. So, that's my number three.
1: That's amazing. Over Cool Hand Luke. What was it? Uh, Dustin Hoffman and The Graduate. And what was yep. the first one?
2: Warren Beatty and Bonnie and Clyde.
1: Holy shit.
2: And then Spencer Tracy and Guess Who's Coming
1: to Dinner. Uh, me? Bernie Mac? Ashton Kutcher? Is that who's yep. coming to dinner? That movie. Exactly. That's one. Kevin has a great announcement. I do. I have a
0: little, I mean... A little bit, and I want this
1: one. That is one big pile
0: of shit. Because <laughs> it is, because that's what we're going over. <laughs> big pile,
1: of sh- big piles of shit. All right, right uh, on, number three. Number three, I want the three are somewhat interchangeable. Well, kind of. Uh, um, is yours, Jake? Shakespeare in love, Over to me. Um, I'm an unapologetic apologetic person, but over Saving Private Ryan, which I think should've won, that is Saving Private Ryan is the perfect formula for the winner of Best Picture. Yep. And then over Thin Red Line, which is one of my favorite movies, but the fact that that movie won and the fact that they spent like $10 million Weinstein did on trying to sway voters. That's the worst fucking part. Like he, he bought that. He bought it. And then Spielberg won Best Director. Yep. I mean, it's just, it's, no one questioned it. Which
0: rarely goes to a different, uh, different film than Best Picture. Rarely.
1: I just, well, in a more accomplished film, or an uh, almost evenly accomplished film, if it doesn't go to Best Director, it goes to that. Shakespeare and Lovin', it was just Shakespeare and Lovin'. That's a hey, new. Talk to Martin Scorsese about your problems. It's just... I just can't believe it. I think that is one of the biggest travesties of yeah, all time. it so, is.
0: It's your number three
1: it's my, I, right? It may be the biggest right. travesty of all time.
0: My number... Are you done? Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I think he's done. Um, my number three is, is a best actor snub. Or best actor upset. Uh, and this is recent. Like Ryan said, his, his picks are mostly recent. Mine, this one, is particularly recent because... It's one that I can speak to. I can't speak to the ones that Jake's talking about because I haven't seen those movies necessarily. He's seen them. That's why we brought him on because he brings some wisdom to the show, some brevity to the, well, not brevity. Some, uh, what's the word? Not conciseness, but some bravado. Dick How about pussy. that?
1: How about bravado? Did you say dick pussy? You like.
0: said <laughs> legitimacy.
1: I heard, hey, di- did hey, anyone hey, else say dick legitimate. pussy? We're legitimate. What did he bring to show? Not bravado, but dick pussy. That's okay. all I heard. I heard dick pussy. He, brings,
0: he, he does bring an air of wisdom, though. That's just what I'll say. But my number three is a best actor nom. Uh, it's Sean Penn in Milk over Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. Ooh. Sean Penn is a great actor. Do not get me wrong. And he was great in Milk. However, he didn't deserve this because he has done better roles With more complex characters than Harvey Milk. Um, I'm not sure Mickey Rourke has ever done a character that is more... I don't know if Mickey Rourke has done anyone better than The Wrestler. Um, This was his comeback. This was the Mickey Rourke comeback. Uh, This was the, the movie he was basically reborn to play. Nobody else could have done it. But plenty of people could have played Harvey Milk. I feel like and even Sean Penn gave a good chunk of his acceptance speech at the Oscars because he won to, you know, well, the part that he wasn't up on his soapbox whining about politics and all that other shit. Uh, he, he took that time to acknowledge Mickey Rourke and say, I, I respect your performance. I appreciate your performance. So even Sean Penn thought Mickey Rourke should have fucking won. So that's my number three.
1: I'm a big Aronofsky fan, and I said at the time a year ago, second best performance I've ever seen.
0: My number, th- my number two, is kind of a cheat because it's a tie between three. It's the Scorsese trifecta, is what I call it. Uh, it's it's basically it's a best picture nom or a best picture you know upset, but it's also got some best directors in there. Um, it's it's a tie between Rocky over Taxi Driver. And Taxi Driver Scorsese wasn't nominated as Best Director. But then it's Ordinary People over Aging Bull, which Robert Redford won. And then Dances with Wolves over Goodfellas, which Kevin Costner won. Uh, four years ago, Martin Scorsese finally won his Best Oscar. And you can say that that was lifetime achievement. But I say that you know The Departed was just better than any of the other shit that was out. However... That it wasn't great. However, it had been so long and so many nominations over so many great like literally just amazing movies that didn't win best director or best picture it's a travesty i think raging bull should have easily won because it's raging bull ask anyone now go ordinary people was good but it's no raging bull that's literally what they'll tell you um and then goodfellas is like the staple of that fucking you know the god the godfather the is one yeah. thing the Godfather is a mob movie, but it does not define that genre like Goodfellas does. Goodfellas is that genre. What What um, is the other one? Uh, Rocky over Taxi Driver.
1: And that was only for Best Picture.
0: Because Rocky was good, yes, but Taxi
1: Driver was... I don't was... think Rocky was the Best Picture, though. Well, there you go. I don't think Taxi Driver was either, but then again, I don't know anything that came out that year. That's my number two. What's your number two? Engaging yeah, in debate yeah, yeah. is negative. Go for it. My number two is the one that surprised me the most. Um, I looked this up. And I always loved this character. Yeah. But I was really surprised that the love was shared. Um, The 2005 Best Supporting Actor. It went to Morgan Freeman in A Million Dollar Baby. Mm-hmm. But it should have gone to one of the best... awesomest performance I've ever seen is Clive Owen and Closer. He won the Golden Globe, the BAFTA, and a handful of other awards. See, I didn't even know this. I love, I mean, I love this. I I love his performance. And then, I looked, and Morgan Freeman didn't even get nominated for a lot of these, and he won. The thing is that Morgan Freeman hasn't won an Oscar yet, and he definitely deserves one. I mean, he's great in everything he's done. But, Clive Owen in Closer is one of the awesomest things I've ever seen. He has a six. I agree. He, I just, just... he just goes off. And I just think it's weird that I, I mean, I always thought he was awesome, but I saw that he was nominated. I was like, oh, wow, he's nominated. And looked at that he won like five different awards for best supporting actor. I mean, I don't know if it was an upset, but I just know that he definitely had legitimate chance of winning and I think that and I love Morgan Freeman he should have co-won with Denzel Washington for glory because I love that dick stupid movie it's so awesome it's not stupid (laughs) but I really believe that to me Clive Owen gave the performance of his life and that includes children which I love you do he just goes all out in this bend over and touch your fucking toes there you go Jake what do you got for your number two my number
2: 2 is the year 1976 which we've already talked about. However, it's in the best picture category. Ooh. It's Rocky won best picture. However, it defeated All the President's Men, Network and
0: Taxi Driver, all three of which are better movies. So you're going you're going the field should have beat Rocky. Yes. <laughs> I like <laughs> that pick. pick um, Thanks. It's a pickum. Rocky versus The Field.
2: Um, all the president's men is one of those movies. If you're a journalist, you have to yes. watch
1: network right. is another great. one of those movies it
2: is that's way. It's it, it's a fucking weird ass movie, but when you watch Damn. it, you're like, it's wow, pretty good. Yeah. But taxi driver, taxi driver is, is a generation defining movie. Yep. And the fact that Rocky as I do like Rocky. I don't want to give the impression that I don't like Rocky. Um, it's it's just unbelievable that it beat all these other better. And there's another movie called Bound for Glory, which I've never seen, but I bet it's better than he <laughs> 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 Anyone uh,
1: best actor? Who? No, um, no best director though, right? No, he didn't direct it.
2: He won. He won best director. That goes. Yeah, director. That goes with Kevin's no, thing. Scorsese. Sly Scorsese wasn't even nominated for best director sly in 1976. Sly. Sly for Tax Dude he
0: directed it? Yes.
2: But the Rocky, the Rocky director won best. Sly best
0: directed record. the rest, though. Which I right. mean, I mean, in hindsight, yeah, okay, it's good that Rocky, you know, because the Rocky, I, it's yeah. got to be consistent. I mean, right the Rocky through. quadrilogy, Sep. I mean, as many Septology. as you want to say are in there. It's a great, you know, it's a great series. But I'm not sure the that that should have won. And I've already said mine, so.
1: Uh well I I watched Taxi Driver like mm-hmm. a year ago, right in there. Great movie. The problem I have is with the ending. It's just I just What, the most epic ending of No, not the movie? actual ending but the response to it. Like, oh, oh this guy just decides to roll into the house and start shooting people, but it was bad people, so it's okay. I'm telling yeah, you right now. That's
0: the most epic ending, one of the most epic endings. No, no, I'm
1: not talking about the actual ending. I think the, hand, like, well, I think his actual actions were great. But the part where they, like, show, like, the newspaper clippings on the wall. Yeah. This yep. guy would not survive in any court in the history true. of the yeah, United true. States. Jack McCoy from Law & Order would make sure that he goes to jail for the rest of his life. Yep. That's I know. not what the Committing about. mur Committing murder on a horrible person... Is I mean it may be awesome, it's but New you York, know what, brother? It's New you York. Know what? You don't know you what kind of jury you're going to get. I'm just saying. All
0: right, Jake? What's your number? No, three? I agree with you. Yeah. What? What's your number one?
2: Oh, hold on. Let me look at my Uh-oh. list. I took him off
1: guard. All right, Toy Story two didn't get nominated for Best Picture. I agree.
2: There,
1: 1979. Holy shit, dude!
2: Wow. Rob Benton won Best Director for Kramer versus Kramer. Oh, for yeah, Francis one. Ford Coppola in Apocalypse Now.
1: How does that
0: not win Best Picture? At say the least. No, uh, uh, I, I I attribute it to the didn't see it twice category.
2: No, you know what? Kramer vs. Kramer won Best Picture, too. I just think Apocalypse Now was such a movie that Francis Ford Coppola threw his whole life into, and there's so much made about how he almost killed himself and destroyed everything that he ever believed in for that movie, that it deserves to be number one.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, that's, the, that's like, the recency issue comes up in that. Because, like, who knew that going into nominations? Everyone. Oh, did they? I'm pretty sure, but I, well, the reason I say that is... it wasn't
2: really
1: the same they, after that, was did he? They, did they just hate him I because mean, he had really... already won? Well I think so but it came out one. with the outsiders in eighty three. Well he, the guy Pops, he won for no, been in production he for out, t- he came out with Jack in like ninety five, <laughs> nice.
2: What I'm saying is Apocalypse Now had been in a, in production for two or three years until it actually came out, and there were rumors and the whole story about how much Oh yeah. Oh Corpoor yeah Copel was killing himself to make this movie. Mm-hmm. Was well known within the community. And Marlon
1: and Marlon Brando just being a total shitbag bag the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Well, they so, Sophia they Sophia, Sophia Coppola or, and was to be in the movie. It's Sophia, but uh, I think it's Sophia made the documentary Army of Dark or not Army of Darkness. What I love Heart of Darkness. Heart of Darkness, and that got a lot of critical acclaim on just how shitty of a filmmaking this was. Like yeah. it's just it was just absolute. Chaos. is asinine. It was just bullshit. Yes. I mean, it was not So my my pick for number
2: one is the fact that he somehow pulled it together and made one of the top ten movies ever made. And didn't win an Academy Award for it. And it's Kramer versus Kramer, which won a lot of awards, but when was the last time either one of you watched that movie? Never or heard of it. Never
1: and, what, and was it him that I made that apocalypse and, now, I've never and, seen And that. was it him that made that movie? No. Coppola? No. No, Kramer vs. Uh, Kramer versus Kramer.
0: Yeah. Jake, I'm with you on that. I reconsidered my entire list because of the argument you just made. So
1: <laughs> you you just made a good one. Uh, Ryan, you're number one. My number one? I told you I'm trying not to be Homer, but I'm just making a Homer. It's I'm going to make it quick because I've said it many times before. I think that Ellen Burstyn and Wrecking for the Dream. This is Boys, not a
0: Homer pick, though. This is a it, great is, pick.
1: It is, is the greatest performance I've ever seen in my life. Go on YouTube, just type in Ellen Burstyn and then R. You actually you get don't
0: get that much because they've taken a lot off. Uh,
1: a lot, but you get, you get, the, you get her one yeah, monologue. I mean, it's the greatest performance I've ever seen in any film. Any film, and that includes Bruce Campbell. And the fact that she lost to... I mean, I almost didn't want to put it on her because I felt like such a home Because Julia Roberts won everything. Like, she won all the things. She was like, finally, Julia Roberts did something that was good. So we gotta give it to her. And Aaron Brockovich. But, I mean, this is the greatest performance I've ever seen in my life. And it's my number one. And it's just a travesty to me. I mean, she won her Oscar. She won it in that Scorsese film, uh, Alice, doesn't, or Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Yeah. But it's the best thing I've ever seen on screen, performance by one very person. Good. And so I'm just going to complain about it. There you go. yippee motherfuckers. There you go. Go.
0: My number one has been talked about, Shakespeare in Love over Saving Bright Ryan. That's bullshit! Zero I mean, percent I chance. Can't Zero it percent chance it sh- should ever happen. This is an absolute sham. Incredible war epic losing to a fucking period rom-com. It it literally was a rom-com. Apparently Harvey Harvey Weinstein, like Ryan said, uh, did some serious campaigning for this and uh, publicly bashed Saving Private Ryan to publicists, which, you know, campaigning happens, and I understand that, and why wouldn't it? Because this is like the biggest thing to happen to a movie ever is to win Best Picture. However, to actually go out and and badmouth the other one um and i think the academy already from from a book i've read already had kind of a bad spielberg taste in their mouth um i think that saving private ryan was clearly better but i don't know i really have no argument for shakespeare in love um i hope social network wins this year uh because that would mean that a Weinstein Company movie, which this year is The King's Speech, would have then lost Best Picture nomination for the fourth year in a row since Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love won uh, back in, what was that? 99. 99. Um, and then, since then, the Weinstein Company has had Gangs of New York, Scorsese movie, which lost, The Reader, which lost, and *Inglorious Bastards last year, which lost. Let the curse of Shakespeare in love continue and let social network win and Harvey Weinstein fucking rot in hell because Shakespeare in love is a shithole <laughs> and saving private Ryan is one of the best war movies, if not the best ever made and the best Spielberg movie. God, it's hard to say, but ever.
1: Uh, and so that's my uh, number I don't one. I think it's the best Spielberg movie, but I do think that you make an awesome point that, uh, Greater movies like Inglorious Bastards have suffered because of this great scene. And sin I really hope King's Speech
0: does not win because it's a Weinstein Company movie. That's the only reason why I may why I hope so. All right. So uh those are our top fives. Shots. So let's go with some uh no honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Jake, you got honorable mentions. I've been over. for five. I have a lot of honorable mentions. All right, r- rattle them off.
2: Paul Lucas won the best actor nomination for Watch the Rhine over Humphrey Bogart in Casablanca in 1943. I've
0: never That's heard of this. That That's a hindsight Oscar. That's a hindsight Oscar. and doesn't count. No, it's not.
2: Everyone so it's knew how Casablanca was when it came out. Um, there's some guy named Art Carney won for Art for Harry and Tonto Best Actor in 1974. He beat out Jack Nicholson in Chinatown and Al Pacino in Godfather two. Wow. Um, I'm this guy.
1: A great in, performance. No this
0: shit.
2: This guy named This guy named Joel Gray won Best Supporting Actor for Cabaret over Al Pacino, Robert Duvall, and James conn in Godfather in 1972.
0: Wow! Wait, Al Pacino was best supporting in that in
2: 1972.
0: Oh, it was Godfather one though. Okay, all right. Never mind. Godfather won. Never mind, because. Um, dude, that was a sh- that was bullshit because uh Marlon Brando should not have been best actor nominated. No <laughs> way. He was in that movie maybe 20 minutes. Anyways, keep going.
2: Um this guy named Leo McCrary won best director for a movie called Going My Way over Billy Wilder for Dumble Indemnity. I didn't write down dude, the year. Double Indemnity That's- is a great movie. Exactly um some dude named carol reed won for oliver in 1968 over stanley kubrick for 2001 a space odyssey um and what was the other one i think i mentioned all the rest so those are my honorable mentions
1: juice didn't win
0: there you go
1: that was a good one <laughs> that was <a> good. what do <laughs> you got right what are your honorable mentions i was telling you i was trying not to make this my own personal favorite movie list which is why he saved him for his honorable mention. Well, and I did a couple, you know, like Meryl Streep and blah, blah. I'm going to give you two movies that, to me, I, I didn't want to put them on the list because, oh, drop the pen, that they wouldn't be so legitimate. But seriously, I cannot believe that one of my favorite movies, as mentioned in the last episode, Amelie did not win one Oscar after being nominated for, I think, five. Yep. And didn't even win Best Foreign Film. sidebar yeah ryan's reeling over that one super homer thing i mean because i knew it was gonna win but when you make a great song yourself my boy my favorite artist elliot smith losing to titanic my heart will go on just (laughs) just hurts me everywhere there is because i love elliot smith and he performed there He got nominated for it, and he actually wrote his whole song, and wrote everything in
0: it. He killed himself because he lost the Titanic. Did you hear that? Uh, No, I don't think that's
1: correct, but I really appreciate your input. (laughs) Okay. That was
0: in bad taste. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry.
1: And now this is my last episode of Critical Drinking.
0: Oh my god. I just ruined it. I just ruined it. If Kevin shows me his nipples, it will now be okay. Elliot Smith died for your sins.
1: Huh, that's also in bad taste yeah that's probably no points here's my net i wrote moo all right i redeemed myself
0: what else you got anything that's else it, that's okay. it. I was just saying. uh my honorable mentions i got best supporting actor uh tommy lee jones in the fugitive over ray fines in schindler's list yeah uh, tommy lee jones was tommy lee jones in that ray fines was a nazi uh What's the harder choice?
1: That was a great performance, but Tommy Lee Jones gave maybe the best speech of the last or at the You know times what pisses me years. off?
0: You know what pisses me off? Every doghouse. No, no, no. No. And then he You know what pisses he, me off? That he Move. brought
1: it back in uh, Fugitive no. Two No Suspect yes, US Marshals. Yes, no, Marshal. you know what pisses
0: me off? Is movies that give fucking actors speeches that are totally driven to give them Oscars. Bullshit. Ray Fine should have won that. Best Picture nomination. Is amazing, uh, How green was my valley over Citizen Kane? This is a one hundred percent hindsight Oscar. Yeah, because that's a John Ford movie. But if anyone would have known that this would have been the, cons- I mean, the consensus best movie ever. I heard uh, Citizen have,
1: Kane was good. I don't they know. would have,
0: they would have picked otherwise. Um, these and these, these last two are ones I really actually are passionate about. Um, Robin Williams won Best Supporting Actor for Goodwill Hunting over Burt Reynolds in Boogie Nights. If Boogie Nights was a serious movie, uh, it would have sucked and Burt Reynolds would have been awful. But because Boogie Nights was the movie that it was, Burt Reynolds was cast in the role he was born to play as a 60-year-old. There and is, I... oh, is no chance Burt Reynolds or anyone can play a, a role better than Burt <laughs> Reynolds can play that role. There is 100% chance that Robin Williams could even play his role in Good Will Hunting better than he played it.
1: I, well, I thought Rob Williams did great. And I thought it was a yeah, great role. But he did great. But, but, He's but, not but but but, 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 but in but his role though. I do think that yeah. when you told me initially that Rob Williams should have been not on the list, I was like, Whoa, I mean that was the best Rob Williams performance since Aladdin, which was wonderful. He's really <laughs> fucking singing great. And I love that movie. Birdcage. But Burkage was hilarious. But Miss Doubtfire was his best friend. Once. Go. Um, when you said Burt Reynolds, that uh, is the Burt Reynolds performance. I mean, you can't I, argue. I, 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 agree. Yeah. I, yep. I agree. there you go.
0: And then the last one I want to say is best original screenplay. Uh, like Ryan was saying earlier, Gosford Park beat out Memento, which is a oh, shame. I didn't mean to take that because you. Gosford I Park, time. I watched it this week, was a boring screenplay. If I was to read that movie, it would be super boring. If I was to read Memento, because of how many little, you know, specificities were in Memento. Like, where you, you know, the little clues and everything. Because, okay, like I said, the movie playing forwards would be boring. But the movie playing backwards has to have an incredibly smart writer.
1: Well, I don't... Which it did. I think a lot of people don't realize that if they played that movie forwards, it still would have made some money. I mean, that's, it's it's, it's a literal what happens in mystery movies but, or whodunit yeah. movies that's and that still would have been somewhat successful. That's so the fact they can make it work that right. way. Jacob, shout out. Pizza Hut, baby. Pizza Hut.
2: My shout out, I didn't think about this one. Uh oh. Mm. I'm going to shout out to my new job. Yes. com. dot com. Plug it, baby. Plug it. Got a twelve thousand dollar raise.
0: Nice. I think,
1: uh, Can I have some? No. Oh, Adam's sitting in the back All right. Corner. What's that,
0: what's that website again? Westchester,
2: one word. W E S T C H E S T R T E R dot com. Or I'm sorry. Dot patch dot com. Dot P
0: A T C H dot com. Go to it. Go to it. Does
1: that really help you, you
0: know, if you're not in Westchester? Forward. But it helps, <laughs> no, it doesn't. But you should go to it, check it out, because it's actually a cool little. It's like a micro neighborhood site. It's really yep. cool. It is. I like the idea of it, even though it doesn't apply to me. I I went to it. I really like the idea. So I think you should check it out. If nothing else, just to see what's out there as far as you know, different websites, different community pages, local like news. Damn it! Yeah. God damn it!
1: All right, Ryan. Shout outs. Shout out to Jake. Awesome! Yes, great job. I second that. I appreciate you, and I, you love, you. Um, <laughs> I love you. Another shout too. out is to Jake's room. Get some posters behind you. It's fucking <laughs> clear today. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at Jake. We're, I know. We're, we're I, I know. It's fucking like blinding me in the backside. Get some like fucking Chumbawamba posters or something. Get... Dude,
0: if you could get a Chumbawamba poster, I would pay you for it. It's oh great. my god! So Ryan's shout out is to Jake's bare walls. Bear balls and bear walls.
1: Bear, bear balls and bear balls. Oh, he's doing something great. Here's a poster I have. Then yeah. put it up, dude. Fucking yeah. uh, what's his name? Don. Uh, Don Knotts. <laughs> Dan Knotts. What's his name?
2: Don Knotts. You got it right. right, Great work.
1: Well done. All
0: right. Please put it up. We'll have to put that on the website or something. That's right. Uh oh, Jake. This is what you need we're holding the Chumba Wamba poster
1: up the chase. That's the poster you need, baby. I get knocked down. That's the poster down, you need. I get up again. you yes, to What's awesome. it, what's yours?
0: Uh, my shout out is to the book Thirty Three Beers.
1: Oh, it's a it's a little pocket book. Yeah, it's a little pocket book.
0: Uh, you might see it on our our little known website that we're coming out with in a little bit. Um, stay tuned for news on a website that we're coming out like all about beer we're coming it's about called what coming out uh it's it's uh we're not allowed to say yet because it's not out yet but yeah, it's you're but really we're, very irresponsible but the uh the uh the book is called 33 beers and you can pick it up at Powell's books on uh you know Burnside in in oregon and you can also pick it up on 33
1: they could, they could sue us for that information 30 yeah 33
0: <laughs> beers.com um, it's a book that actually helps you taste beers because it's got a little, a little tasting wheel and it's got all this different information you have to fill in. It'll actually help you taste beers. And it's actually, it's, it's very much helped me taste beers and it's helped me find the best beer I've ever had, which is a it, it is double a great book,
1: chocolate, but porter. the problem is I don't know how to monetize it. Do you know how to monetize it?
0: I don't think we need to talk about monetize monetization. Thank all you, right. Jake. Thank so you. Jake, we really appreciate you coming Woo-hoo. out. Um, we will hopefully see you very
1: soon. Because we I'll want you at least back on the show. I'll see you on and Tuesday. And let's be honest. And so we'll come. Yeah. Bye, we'll Jake. <laughs> right, J- hey, are you going to bed? I got to pee. Yeah, oh, dude. Okay, it's fucking
0: 30 there, right?
1: It's only ten thirty here. We're getting seventeen
0: oh, pizzas. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby, seventeen pizzas. All right, Jake. We appreciate you being here, and uh, we'll see you next time, everyone. Thanks for listening, and uh, you look like a ninja, Check in on the next episode. All right, see you, Jake. Woo! Bye.
1: Bye. I've been blind. Ladies